Welcome to Straight from the Horse's Mouth, where we cut the BS and give you the truth all about sports. Once again, hosted by Bryce Oden, with my dog Bryce Davis. What's good? We are back in the building on Monday, Monday Night Raw. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Monday night, right. Oh, God. Jim Cornette hat on. Yeah. yeah. Hey, King. You know, uh, shout out to Vince McMahon. Damn, Lord, Lord, long live Vince. Um, how you feeling, man? I'm good. I'm real good. How, how was Eight. your weekend? It was good. It was, it was good. good. Uh, we helped my sister get ready to go off to college. Aww, you're on college. She's going up Thursday. the street, Pre- Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Maryville, which is like right up the street from Maryville, here. Right up the street. Shout out to Maryville University. Um, we was just, you know, helping her get her stuff together. Was, you know, we was talking to her. Like, hey, he was like, I was, I was going to give her a TV. He was like, I don't think I got room. I was like, it's a 32-inch. Mm-hmm. You got room for a 32-inch. Yeah, I got room for a 32-inch. Um, she was like, they, all dorms suck. I'm like, yeah, they all suck. It's, it's the same furniture. That I had and Lenoir that you gonna have there. Dorms are not meant for comfort. It was to get people in, get people out. Although my dorm, my junior year on dorm was cool. It was big, three person room. Yeah, that, that was a good one. Yeah. But all the other dorms. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. My first year dorm was tragic. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was just explaining that to her. It's mm-hmm. like get ready for the free time because I looked through schedule. It's like a twelve credit hour. Yeah. Schedules. I'm like, you're going to have a lot of free time. Oh, yeah. Did she take him? Oh, she taking minimum 12? Yeah. Oh, you're going to have hella free time. Yeah. 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 That's also because she's an athlete, too. Oh, that's so. true. Yeah, yeah. But still, even after athletics, it's like, you're going to have tons of free time. Yeah. Um, But she's excited. So just wishing her the best. Have fun. It's funny that you mentioned dorms because I remember when I went to my brother's, my brother and sister, they went to Lincoln University. Um, and this is all shade toward Lincoln. Um, <laughs> My brother, he first stayed in a hotel, and then second, he stayed in. They called it a dorm. When I went to pick, when we went to go get him, it looked like a closet. Damn. Yeah, I was like, damn, nigga, like this is niggas is living like this like, <laughs> refugee camp. I'm this motherfucker, like. And nah, I, I still, I we was throwing shade at Lincoln because he was at state. Yeah. And the high school got a way, you know, got a nice what track. Out there? It's uh, it's a uh, Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, Jefferson, Jefferson City, right? The Cardinals or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. They some bird. I remember they some bird. Yeah, but the, I mean, we went there years ago for yeah. our brother when he was at state, right? And it was about the same quality. Mm-hmm. We go back now, and clearly they got an influx of money. And I'm like, Lincoln, y'all can't do nothing. Right, right, right. All they built was a nice little athletic complex. Right. It's like y'all should have done the stadium first. Yeah. Like, Although it's hard for HBCUs to get funding. Right, um, but they they had it because they they built a new building next to the right, stadium. Right, right, right. Like y'all should have done the stadium first. Like that's where people will hang out for like games and stuff. And it's funny because my sister technically stayed in a a better dorm. I don't. I think it was a dorm for like really smart kids. I forgot the name of that dorm, but it wasn't even sniffing my regular dorm. And like Dang. flowers, like wasn't even. Come. I'm like, this is where this is where they put their bright and best. <laughs> like, oh my god, better little would have that. You guys would be in some nice. Little, yeah, y'all would been up in yeah, double tree. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so that was your weekend. That was my weekend, basically, was uh, just helping her out. I uh, I didn't do anything. Uh, I bought some candles that you could smell. Yes. Uh, <laughs> smells nice. Um, I uh, oh, I bought this electric, this electric lighter. My other lighter wasn't working, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like they gotta have electric lighters now. So you go like this, you flick it, and then you see this. Yo, that's fucking dope. I know, right? That's cool. That's cool. I'm gonna uh, taser though. Huh? And I'm gonna look like I a know, taser. Like, <laughs> I can stab you and then light the thing. <laughs> like, like it burns, don't it? Yes. Think yes. twice. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but uh, I did a predator marathon this weekend. So remember that oh, movie yeah, Prey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. movie Prey came out. Watched it. 
I liked it. I was like, oh, okay. But so then I watched Predator, original with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Liked it. And then I watched Predator 2. And that's that when, movie is First fun. of all, this is what pissed me off, bro, about the Predator movie. And then we're going to get into sports real soon, I promise. Um, so let me get this straight. And this goes to Prey 2. So let me get this straight. So the Predator in the first one, these niggas are like special forces or yes. Greek. They ain't no military. They're military. Like they, the elite, they get smoked. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. Quickly. They get smoked. Like at no point where like he got wounded a little bit by like one of the guys before he died. Um, but he, he smokes most of them for the most part. And then at the end, he goes against Arnold Schwarzenegger after pretty much kicking his ass for a while. And then he loses. Um, uh, so, so all right, cool. But then, Danny fucking Glover yeah. goes head to head, and, and he a went cop. to a, a cop basically. No, Danny Glover, bro, and I, and I told my mom, I was like, wait a minute, because I remember Danny Glover did the Predator, and he did um the Lethal Weapon movie. Yep. I was like, why was he the go to action nigga? I like, don't know. I right, who I right, we need a black guy who who we can like who who can do it like who can fight the pre- Danny Glover. Yeah. All right, Wesley Snipes. All right, cool. Demolition Honestly, Man. I can believe that. Demolition Man. All like, right, cool. They sh- like they sh- like they should have kept Carl Weathers alive. Nah, he had to go. He had to go. Oh, I want him smoked first. Really? Yeah, yeah, Really? Because yeah. he set him up. They wouldn't even been there if it wasn't for him. That's true. That's true. He yeah. didn't know either. Yeah, he didn't know either. But we was there under false pretenses anyway. That's true. So okay, we shouldn't even true. be. We shouldn't even be ones getting smoked here. That's and true. he set up another crew before them. That's you true. Know? That's true. I want him go. I want an Apollo going first. <laughs> I was like, where's Drago at? Put this nigga away again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true. Um, but I was like, wait a minute. So let me get this through. I was supposed to the Terminator. Right, the Terminator. Right. He 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 he's struggling. Right. And this he got right. military background. Then, huh? Yeah. And then the girl in Prey, she she sucks the whole movie. Spoiler alert. She sucks the whole movie. Mm. The whole movie she sucks. At no point was she out of an asset. To the squad. You know Damn. what I'm saying? Niggas is getting killed left and right. You know what I mean? At no point was she an actual, like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, you take him. You know what I'm saying? Right. I got this. I'm hurt. Go take him. She was so, but the niggas like, oh, I'm hurt. We got to go. <laughs> <laughs> you useless. We got to scram. Yeah. And, let me, and then all the way, she gets to the point. At one point, I decided I knew this. I knew they was on bullshit. At the end of the movie, she, because uh, like another tribe was, tra- it's funny how the predator is invisible, but he gets tracked easily. Yeah. Uh, he get- only time he was, he caught motherfuckers off guard was the first movie. He got tracked in the second movie. He got tracked in prey. Like niggas yep. knew he was a, a thing. Right. Um, he really didn't blend in, you know, whatever. Um, but uh, she like so the tribe that's tracking them, they're they're because she's like a, she's part of like some Indian tribe or whatever. Right. Um, they don't speak the same. Like I don't even know where they was from. Um. Uh, she, they like they like kidnap her and and her brother, um I think, and uh, use them as bait to lure in a predator okay. or whatever. Because he only remember the predator only fights you right if you're a threat. If you're a threat, if yeah. you're a bait, he don't waste his time with you. Um, because it's like a trophy thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, so you go use them as bait, and then once he get in, they were just gonna shoot him. I guess a bunch of shit. I don't know. Um, so she gets away, and she fights two of those niggas. At the same time. So she went from being useless for the whole movie. To hour, we hour in, Bryce. We already hour in. Wow. She, and she, she turns into Ip Man. She, you know, she turns into, you know, right. Jet Li in the one. She turns into the one. Remember the one? Jet Li in right. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kicking ass the whole movie. Whole movie. Yeah. yeah. No, now she, she uh, like, like, like it's Power Rangers. She just, uh, uh. And they just, Damn. you know what I mean? Like putties. I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I see what they're about to do. Now, now she, now she supposed to look strong in her eyes. 
So now she about to go head to head against this nigga. Well, you've been useless the whole movie though. Bryce, the predator wiped out the entire the tribe that not the tribe, but the, those white guys who was chasing him. Yeah, all of them. Damn, he took all of them out. All of them, like he easy too. Like he uh uh-uh, uh got you, got you, got you. Boom. He he like he let a bomb out, blew him up. Like he was killing their ass, bro. And at the end of the movie, I'll be damned. Not only did she beat this nigga, she beheads this nigga. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't get the, didn't get the he pleasure. He didn't get the beheading, you know right. what I'm saying? Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't get the pleasure of killing him. He suicide bombed him. Blew, blew himself up. Yeah, <laughs> And he was an asshole over there. He started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> ah, 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 ah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, nah. Okay. Yeah. Also made me mad during that movie. I was mad how everybody else, everybody else who got shot by the predator died like pretty much quickly. I was like, I shot right there. He's good. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. I'll buy it. But that shit pissed me off. But Danny Glover, bro. You know, Danny Glover. Predator 2 is the worst sequel. Oh, by far. Because it didn't make any sense. Because I'm like... Because this, this is why I was confused by it. The Predator is supposed to be exactly what is... He's a predator. Yes. He's, he's supposed to be hunting hunting the elite. Like, not the elite, but like... But he, but he picks... That's how he does it. He, yeah. pick, he picks out, like, the elite of the yeah. elite. There, there was that one Predator movie where he do, where they do that, where they show him, like, on the hunting grounds. Yeah. And they pick like a Yakuza. Mm-hmm. Predators. Predators. That's what I'm about. I'm about. I seen that long. I seen that one. That's, yeah. Actually, that was the first Predator movie I saw was Predators when it came out. Yeah. Um, but even then, like that's that's the point. It was like I'm picking out like the, the primo humans. Mm-hmm. Like they should be the best of the best humans. I want to hunt them. Yeah. So I was like, what? And like he go in the middle of a gang war and then he picks out the cops. I'm like, they not even cool. Like they're not even that good. Like I'm like I was confused. I I felt like he the predator wouldn't waste his time. No, with them. Like he would go to where like there's always war in his world. Right. Like he would go there. It was a it was a gang war technically. So I guess I can understand him yeah, being he, attracted but, to the gang war. But, but I'm like then, he ain't like, no dummy. Like no, like these dudes are scrubs. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm like he would go to like where it's. Like military, like all right, yeah, like Green Russia Beret, or something. special force. Like all right, cool. This is where it's war at. It's chaos. Let me, all right, this. Let me get it in. Yeah, he wouldn't go to L.A. No, let me go fuck with the the, the Colombians and the, and the Jamaicans. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like not even the Bloods and the Crips, the Colombians and the Jamaicans. He went to L.A. to fight them two niggas. He could have went to Jamaica, right? <laughs> or Colombia. You know what I mean? You, if you if you really want to fight them, you could go right to Colombia, yeah. fight the fight the cartels. Yeah, down there. right. Go to the cartel, right? <laughs> fight they top nigga. You know what I'm saying? He went to L.A. Like, okay, could have fuck with Snoopy now. What the fuck, nigga? Right. What? Oh, yeah, I ain't like it, bro. I I I didn't I didn't I didn't like it, bro. But Predator Two, the the souvenir that they gave him for Predator Two, because the end they, they gave him the, they gave Danny Glover the gun. It was the same gun that. Started off in the press. So it kind of like made it like circle back, circle back. Like the gun that was the that was found in prey, like because uh, the girl, you know, because any they don't have guns, right? So the, the white guys did, and you know, one I, the one dude was dying, gave her the gun, showed her how to use it, and it was the gun that the predator eventually gave to Danny Glover as like a reward for beating you beat our guy. Here's a trophy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I was like, but yeah. So I did a Predator marathon this week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. Yeah. So I, I, it was on accident too. I just saw that the they, they had all of them. I was like, all yeah. right, let me just go through them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was like, come on, Danny Glover. Yeah. Weakest movie yet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It just it didn't. They tried because they're all not great. And I especially like don't care for AVP because that one really like. I didn't. I skipped those. I'm not even. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I, I like Alien on its own. Yeah. I like Predator on its own. Just like that Freddy Krueger. 
Yeah, we don't Jason, need we don't need the the power hour every time, right? No. It was cool when the Fairly Odd Parents did it with what Jimmy, Jimmy Neutron and, and Fairly Odd Parents. Yeah, yeah, we don't need the the the, the, the team. super team. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know we every don't it don't work for every you know we don't we don't need it, dog. Um, but anyway, let's venture back into sports. Yeah. Uh, Serena Williams, uh, arguably the greatest tennis player, women's tennis player of all time. She's in the conversation with a yeah. lot of the you know. No, because she she didn't quite she got to twenty three she, she didn't she, get to twenty four she, she didn't get to match it but yeah um historic career she she's probably she's definitely the most dominant women athlete in my lifetime yes uh, and I don't I don't want to be rude by saying it's not close you've had some great women Simone Biles in so gymnastics I think the next closest would be Allison Felix for track and field track and field okay the next closest okay. But, but was Allison Felix considered the the most dominant track athlete for a while? For a while, for a little bit there. Okay, like up until probably Rio. Okay, okay. Um, but that's the next closest like female athlete. And even I don't think she was in the stratosphere of like Serena. Like Serena to me is like she was definitively the best. You know, when, when when you when you saw women's tennis, yeah, it was the first thought that you that you think about is Serena for sure. When you hear women's tennis, you should just see it in the dictionary, and then her face should be like. Right there. This this should this should put this in perspective for people. Her rival was Maria, yeah, Maria Sharapova. Sharapova. Yeah. That should let you know how dominant yeah. Serena was. That that was her rival. No disrespect she, to Serena, Maria, but she was nowhere even close. She was just she was just she was good. She was good. She was attractive. Yes. So and so, so she got all the sponsorships and deals like that. Yeah, so she was the most hot. So she. Yeah, so that be that's why they were rivals in, for her. But in the head to head, she only won like two matches. Yeah. Um, wasn't close, right? So yeah, that should let you know how dominant. That's like that's like when people say the Knicks were Michael Jordan's rivals. That lets you know he really didn't have any, right? A team that never beat him. Now they beat the Bulls in '95, but yeah, well, um, he was on it. Yeah, right. Well, '94 beat the Bulls in '94, not '95. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, he wasn't on that team, but he wasn't on that team, right? Uh, but like, that lets you know the rival he had. Like some some people don't really have rivals, but you gotta. Create a story. You have to try. You got to try something. Yeah, create a narrative. Like, all right, this person could do it. So, but um, so she wrote an article. She pinned a, a article in Vogue, um, and she kind of talked. I read it, and she kind of talked about how um, her daughter. She asked her daughter like, what she wants to be when she grows up, something like that. And her daughter said uh, she wants to be a sister, big sister, which is kind of profound. I've never heard. Yeah, I've actually never heard any kid in my life say that. I've heard some kids say that, but uh-huh. e- but even then, like. You know, it's rare. Like, yeah. Like most, like most kids, you know, don't think, I want someone else to hang out with. Right. Like in my family. Right. Like most kids don't think that way. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, you know, so she said that that kind of got her to thinking about maybe having another kid again and all that kind of stuff. Because she said in the past that she never even, she th- the idea of even having a kid was something that she used to contemplate. Right. She go from that to now, cause I think she said she, she's 41, I think. She's 41, yeah. So she now, um, that, you know, she ready to have one of her and you know what I mean and she doesn't longer because she doesn't like even been away for her daughter she's like her daughter has only been away from her for like a day max right. 24 hours you know what I'm saying she's never really been away from her so she wants to be actively involved um, and also it just kind of sounds like because she said she reached out to Tiger Woods about possibly retiring all that kind of stuff so it kind of just sounds like because you know where retirement I, obviously I'm nowhere close to it but it's just one of those things where I know family members who like once it starts to eke in, right? It's hard to get it out. Yeah, yeah. Like once you start to think, I'm over this. I no longer want to do this specific thing. It's kind of hard to shake that feeling. Yeah, I don't, but I don't blame her. Um, 
I think I, I told you after she lost that U.S. Open, I was like, I think she might be mm-hmm. close to being done. Yeah. Just because she's not putting in the same effort that she used to. Mm-hmm. Like, to win, like, we, we used to hear about her, like, training up out in France, days on in for the next tournament. Like, and now she's got a kid, and I don't want to put in that much work anymore. I want to be with my kid. Yeah. I don't blame her for that. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, she has nothing left to prove to anybody. She's, again, like, the best female tennis player, historic athlete. Um, you know, top, I mean, if you were like a top 100 greatest athletes of all time, she's got to be in that list. She, she top, she in the upper half. Yeah. She 50 and up. 50 and up. Like yeah. if you, if you're doing a list of like greatest athletes of all time, she's got to be in that list, um, for singles, doubles, Olympics, like everything. Um, so there's, I mean, I think I get it. I, I get where she's like, you know what? Tennis, just, there's nothing for me in tennis anymore. I have nothing left to gain. There's nothing left to prove. Um, it's the young girls now. It's the young girls game. I've done everything that that I can ever dream of doing. I mean, I don't, I don't think she thought growing up in Oakland that she would be the most dominant right. in history. You can't you can't dream that. So all props to her. I I, I got I got mad respect for her always. And uh, also, um, I think with with athletes, especially the elite athletes, I don't think none of them want to go out sad. Yeah. Right. What I mean by that is they don't want to like go out. I hate using this. I hate using this as a example, but I have no choice. No one, no, no, no one wants to go out like kind of like how Muhammad Ali went out. Right. You know, or it's kind of like this is kind of this is dangerous. Yeah. Now. Like. You, you just don't, and I'll be honest with you. I, no one really. I don't think that even though his his final game was epic, I don't think nobody wants to go out kind of how Kobe did, as far as like kind of just being from a basketball standpoint, not competitive. Right. Look, Kobe Bryant. You can make an argument after the debacle of the Dwight Howard Super Team era, which is like 2012, 2012, 2013. I believe yeah. he the Lakers never even came close to really being in the playoffs again. No. So Kobe Bryant pretty much spent his last couple of years just kind of. Just existing, making a lot of money, just hooping, being Kobe. Yeah, and it's like if I'm not, and the tennis is even worse because you're just you just by you. So yeah. it's like, man, if I'm not, if I'm not gonna be Serena Williams, do I want to be out there? Yeah, do I want to be out there? Because yeah, I could show up, and, and because I'm that, I can show up and just be kind of okay. It's a spectacle, yeah. And because I'm because I'm really just talented in general, I'll be able to, to advance. But it's, I'm not gonna win. I'm not gonna beat the elite because I'm not. First of all, I'm probably not that anymore anyway because right. I'm just older. Just, it's just going to yeah. happen. And like you said, she does, and she talked about this. She does have other focus, right? She says she started in Rife Smartly So, uh, Serena Ventures. Right. She, I mean, she's had clothing lines. She's mm-hmm. got she's got a lot of businesses under her belt. Yeah. Um, she invests in a lot because she said she mentioned she invested in Masterclass. She invested in Impossible Foods. She's going to continue to invest because she's like an angel investor. Yeah. Uh, so she um, – and that helps too. When you have um, – Financial stability. Stability. Yeah. That makes it easier, right? It makes and that kind of makes it exciting too. Like, all right, I could, I could like Kobe with the with his thing. He's right. like, it made going into the next phase of his life easier. Yeah, I think that's um when you listen to certain athletes, you know the ones who were and weren't ready to retire. Cause you listen to the ones who weren't ready and they were scared of it. Mm-hmm. They were they were scared of retirement because yeah. it's like this is all I've ever done. And I never thought about the next phase. Right. Uh, so retirement for them is kind of scary because it's like I'm not going to be doing the things I've been doing since I was ten, nine. Uh, I so think that, Tom Brady was like that. Yeah, 
I think it freaked him out. I think so too. Also, I think it was a sham. I think so too. But mm-hmm. at the same time, if you're not ready for the next, the next phase of your life, because you still are only forty, like I said, you're forty-one, you have another forty possible forty years on this earth. You got to think. You do have to think about that. You're not gonna play tennis till you're eighty. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I think she's she's done the best that I've seen of an athlete where. I feel like the individual sport athletes get it more than the team sport athletes because mm-hmm. they do realize it's like this. It's just me. And if I'm my own breadwinner, eventually the sport won't be the breadwinner anymore. So I got to figure this out in a team sport. It is a little bit different. You can hang around a little bit longer in a team sport past your prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's talking about for the lower level guys too. But in a, in a sport like golf, tennis, any type of Olympic athlete, like this is finite. There is so much, there's only so much time I got. So I got to maximize it here. And I do have to think about when this career ends. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but shout out to Serena Williams. Definitely one of the goats, one of the greatest to do it. Um, and I look forward to seeing what she, I'm definitely excited to see what her ventures will be. Um, it's weird how the older I get, because we've talked about, other athletes and their ventures outside of sports, the older I get, I'm starting to become, at least I catch myself becoming more fascinated with athletes, like business side of the yeah. business side for athletes. I'll become, I'll become more like, like, what are you doing outside of this? Right. Like, I, mean, what's, I, I, like, what's I think, your, like, I've been curious way. I've been um, digging into that just way more. Just one one of the things that I think I didn't realize that I, why I was interested in it. But when you listen to like in the basketball sense and you know, magic Johnson, his business ventures, Shaq and his business ventures. And you start to realize it's like, you know what? What do athletes do after basketball is over? Because mm-hmm. we don't we don't hear about you don't hear about a Magic Johnson unless he's got business ventures. Right. We don't hear about Shaq unless he's got business ventures. Like you can have a second career and still be relevant in the public eye, but if you have, but that's if you have something else going on. And if that's not you, okay, cool. But like if you still want that. Go invest in something. Yeah, remember you also got shout out to uh, looking up this guy Junior Bridgman, who owns those Wendy's. Yeah, those Wendy's. He played. He played in the NBA uh, for about twelve years. Um, so it's, it's it's a lot of guys who yeah. actually you know. And I wish those stories were told more because we obviously got the broke. Remember the broke thirty for thirty. Yeah, and is and don't get it twisted. It is probably more guys who went broke than that kept their money. But I do think that players need to hear. From not only the current peers who are doing it, and there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but even the past guys, the OGs who have right. been able to navigate and do it outside of sports. Yes. It's important. I don't mean like yeah, some guys have became coaches and kept like coaches. Yeah, but GMs. But, yeah, it's still, but they're still connected to basketball. Yeah, I'm talking about dudes who ventured out into just whatever. Yeah. Music, movies, uh, you know, wine, real estate, real estate, like. Finance, like whatever, it's a bunch of it's whatever. Like, uh, what Tech, um, technology investment? Um, the WNBA player who's retiring, um, played for the Lynx. Oh, Sylvia Files. Sylvia Files, like she's going to be a mortician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I was like, oh, yeah, but like that's, that's that's interesting to me though, because yeah. it's like, oh, okay, so you, like you studied all this, and you're like, you know what, might as well use it, right? Like I like I like hearing stories about that because it's like, you know what, I did have a great basketball career. Mm-hmm. Imagine being a zombie, you wake up and you see. See if foul standing over you. I go back down. <laughs> All right. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Hey, you put me back down. Like, dang. Like, damn. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, shout out to Sylvia Fowles, too. 
her shout out to her to Sue Bird. Yeah. Uh, great careers. Um, I remember hearing about Sue Bird long ago. She remember when she was at uh, LSU. Yep. Um, shout, shout, shout out to Stephen Fowles, but yeah, I've been more interested in like their, their post playing career and all that kind of stuff. So like, I think let me talk about I don't know if we talked about off air on air about Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, no, yeah, well, I think that was off air, but yeah, the, the barcode, yeah. the barcode drinks and stuff like that. Um, so you know, I think honestly, to me, if, if if you're a player today, I this is just me. To me, you have no excuse no. for why you ain't involved. Are trying to be in something, right? At least have an investment in something. Yeah. Like I think, I think, with the money that you are making, you you're not going to spend all of it, right? If you're smart, some, well, some guy. If you're smart, you're not going to yeah. spend all of it. If, if you if you are sound in your finances, you're not going to spend all of it. So since you're not, it makes sense when you turn 25, 26. Like, all right, okay, what can I invest in? You know, what, what can I set up a, a an investment that will you know for my kids when when I'm definitely not playing no more. Right. There's been something that I've that I've put aside for them. So if they don't want to do basketball, that's cool. I got money for you to do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that idea, especially if it's something that you're kind of passionate about. Like people forget, like take Russ Westbrook, right? Like this, he means business when it comes to this fashion stuff. He like honor the gift is his fact. Like he ha- he he ha- he does that. Yes, it's not just me showing up. You know, yeah, for, team, he, for the yeah. cameras, it's like, nah, bro, designers. I do this. Yeah. I do this. I have a you go, you can buy money from my brand right now. Like some guys just already, you know, got the game and going with it. Um, but uh, so I was happy to see that she, Serena was gonna. Well, I figured she was gonna be okay anyway. Yeah, between her and her husband, you know. Yeah, but, but and to her, see but. that you know that gets her excited and she wakes up and she, I, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, so shout out to her. Um, I wonder who the next tennis person gonna be i wonder who'll be the next one to to so you know how it's like with tiger like, yeah. like golf really doesn't have the next guy yeah like they have a bunch of players who are good but like no one who's like a lightning Dominant, ride yeah. you know what i'm saying i wonder who'll be that for tennis i do wonder that too they need because those the those sports need a uh, t- tennis go, tennis the, the melt side too they owe yes, the yeah. yeah dude nadal they all federer, owe nadal yeah. owe Federer's old. Hell, even Jokic ain't no. He's number one yeah. in the world, but he ain't no young whippersnapper either. He about. Let me see how old he is. He's about. Watch me be wrong. He's. He thirty five. Yeah, that's that's. You that's, know what I mean? Yeah. So like you know, and he again, he's and he's the world. He, I think he's, I believe he's the world number one. Um. Uh. Right, because no, he's ranked number six in singles. Um. I think I think number one. But uh, still, like if that up and comer is thirty five. We knew about Serena. When she was like 14, 15? Yeah. Well, you know, Novak ain't no up and coming. No. For the males. I was saying, I was saying how they're older. Okay. Like all yeah, of yeah. the best players, like on both sides, on the yeah. male side and women's side, there appears to be no clear cut. No. There's no one to pass the torch to. No. No. Um, so I'm curious who, who's going to be that next person. Yeah. Um, um, for women. I mean, it's the same problem as you have in golf is that it's not a readily accessible sport. There probably is an athlete who has an acclimate for tennis, but GR Smith? Hmm? GR Smith? <laughs> hey, he 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 I good. Mean, he, he ain't good. fuck. He good, but I'm talking about a young person. Yeah, 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 like it's 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 not an accessible sport. Right. Um and even when it is, you know, if I go to the inner city, I don't see the I don't see the nets up for the tennis court in the city. There's this guy who who is uh, let me see if I can find his name. Uh, he has like 
it's like a, like one of the few, if not the only, like golf influencer. Like I forgot his name. Uh, no, that's not his name. Roger Steele. Is that it? No, that sounds like a porn name. That does look like a porn name. <laughs> no, that's yeah, Roger Steele. Oh, okay. Yeah, black guy. His hashtag is make golf cool. Nike golf, Callaway golf, trap golf. Yeah, he has trap golf. Um, um, so he's he's done a good job of trying to make golf appeal and cool to like, you know, black kids and right, stuff yeah. like that. Um, I mean, I took I briefly was in a a golf club in high school, Uh-oh. just trying to be different. Actually, no, that's a lie. I did it to try to to add up to stock my uh, to stat my uh, stack the resume, extracurriculars for college. <laughs> it was a golf club. Uh, I played it when I was little. I did like it. It's hard. It's very hard. Game. Hard. I've never felt more unathletic and inadequate than I trying to hit a golf ball. <laughs> it makes it humbles you real quick. Yeah, you're like, damn, like it's standing right there. It didn't move. Like <laughs> the like even the wind didn't blow it. Like I just missed it, huh? All right. Okay. Bet. All right. Yeah, Whatever. but definitely the the future of tennis and golf is definitely in the balance right now. Yeah. It's on the women's side, we don't have anybody. Yeah. Um, that, that's that we're clearly like okay, you're the next most dominant. Mm-hmm. Like you've won, you know, you won the U.S., French, Wim, uh, Australian, and British Opens in a year. Like the last person was to do like, the Grand Slam. To do Grand Slam was um, what's her name? I Naomi, I think. Osaka. Osaka, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that was the most recent Grand Grand Slam, and that was she back in twenty. Yeah, I think that was like back in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. So. We're waiting. I mean, we're waiting, but it's not on. It's not on Serena anymore. Yeah, hell no. Um, moving on from there, um, NFL. So a story broke a couple of days ago uh, in the NFL. Uh, so what happened? So okay, I'll cut everybody. So last year, um, former NFL play. So remember, the, remember the NFL had the settlement and yes. all that the CTE and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, but people understand that it's a process that players have to go through. Testing has to get done for them to get approved to get that money, right? Uh, so what happened was some players were getting denied. A lot of them are African Americans. Um, so those players accused the league of being racial bias and how it doles out the concussion settlement money. Yeah. Um, and they filed a lawsuit and exposed the practice that belongs in, in. You know, they exposed that the NFL either on purpose or just because of the way. Things are set up. United States did what they call race norming, um, and race norming—the actual definition is—it's when uh, it's the practice of adjusting test scores to account for the race or ethnicity of the test taker. Yes. Um, so what was happening was. Uh, so basically, I think the best way I think I can describe it would be, say that you and I take a test. Right. And because they assume that we already have a cognitive deficiency, they're going to adjust the score for our assumed lower cognitive ability. Right. Out the gate. Yep. So now our test score, might could it could have been average, but now it's below that average, which just says we don't qualify now. Right. Which is really fucked up. Mm-hmm. That'd be like... 
to kind of put it in the simplest terms, they'd be like, because so in, in the black community, there's a big thing with like heart heart disease and all that kind of right. stuff. So let's just say the NFL was having money thrown out because guys are having trouble with their heart. I don't know. They're just just trying to make it a thing. Yeah. Because with race norming, because that's already something that's quote unquote in our community, they would almost you almost get deducted points. Right. Like, oh wait, well, we gotta deduct that because you guys already have heart issues with your in your community. That's a thing in black. Yeah. So you really so we once we once we deduct that from you, you don't you don't qualify because you really because we can't really say if we caused it because that's something right. that's already within your community. Right. That's race norming. Yep. Um and it got me thinking about like just like black people and healthcare, oh yeah, and the shit that we gotta go through. Mind you, these people won and lost. By the way, yes, I want to put that out there. They won, so now they can get access. Uh, I think that practice is done. With the, I don't think they. Yeah, that 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 whole race norming yeah. thing is now like officially out the books. Yeah, they do it. They yeah they well you know I think that was you know they they now do it differently now. And that was like that was just I think that came with as part of the um, as part of the settlement. Let me see if I can find the settlement. Uh, who's in, it was? Cause I had to. I found. Yeah. Let me see if it was on ESPN. Yeah. So two years after a pair of former players sued the NFL over the treatment of black retirees in the league's one billion concussion settlement, hundreds of men whose medical tests were rescored to eliminate racial bias now qualify for awards. The newly approved payouts announced in a report Friday. This is. Uh, last week are a victory for NFL families in a decade-long legal saga of concussions. The 2020 lawsuit unearthed the fact that the dementia tests were being race-normed just due to the assumption that black people have a lower cognitive baseline score like Bryce yeah. stated. Changes to the settlement made last year are meant to take the test race-blind. So don't even, don't ask are you African-American, are you right. white or whatever is it just blindly what what's your ability, whatever, whatever the test is for concussion, whatever. Um, it says the new results will add millions to the NFL's payouts for concussions linked brain injuries. At least spokesman did not return a phone call, blah, blah, blah. Um, it says of the, of the 646 black men who test for rescore, nearly half now qualify for dementia, uh, awards. And it says 61 are classified as having early to moderate dementia with average awards topping 600,000, while nearly 250 more have mild dementia will get up to 35,000 in enhanced medical testing and treatment, according to the claims administrator's report. Um, so there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those stories where, it's, again, like you talked about, there's so many baked in things into our system that we don't even know about. Like that's, that's an implicit racial bias baked into the system that unless you fought it, well, until you got the test score, you're like, no, 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 no. What you mean I don't qualify? Right. Until somebody actually like questions why didn't I qualify? This has been going on for forever. And it also makes me think about like census related stuff in general. Like, like, cause, cause how many, t- cause there are like times where, like I understand when, like from a census standpoint, want to see how many, what type of, how many people are in your country, like that's this, that's that, and the third, that's from a diverse standpoint. Yeah. But there are times where you like, they ask you like what, what you are. You can go, Why? Yeah. Like some, you know what I mean? Like, like you have to fill out something. You're like, why does it matter? Like, whatever no, like, you filling like, out, like, like, why does it matter what the, the, race the, I am? The, the one I never got any type of job notification. I asked if I was black. Like, why do you care? Because they're trying to meet a quota. Exactly. I mean, so right. Well, but exactly though, it's like the fact. But think about it. The fact that a quota has to exist, right? Lets us know. All right, you because you won't 
you won't do right. Right. So because you won't do right, we have to have this. The same for schools. Right. True. Because you proven to not do right, so we have to have this built in. So now you have to have a percentage of this of these people, this type of you know black, Asian, black women, whatever, in your job at your school. You know what I mean? To, to either get public funding. Yeah. Or to get to qualify for certain government tax breaks or something like that, um, but a lot of it doesn't make any sense. A lot of it, you would think, because you, unfortunately, when you're black in America, half the time you don't know if being black is the reason you got something, or you or didn't being get black something. is the reason you didn't get something. Yeah, you don't know if you're you're qualified. I, I don't know if this is a benefit yeah. or or a burden. Right. I don't know. And if you get it, you're not gonna really trip. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you don't get it, you wonder. You know what I'm saying? And in this instance, it's like these men have been dealing with medical stuff for who God knows how long, right? They finally fought, got the, got the, they saw the concussion thing, like, cool, now I can finally get the help I need. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these guys don't have any money. I mean, again, like the, the, the average salary for some of these guys doesn't even get to sometimes a million. And we talk, and, look, we, and the guy, and remember, remember, the guys we're talking about are old. Yeah, we talking about the dudes who who wasn't even getting. We talking about dudes who played in like the seventies and the eighties and the, who weren't even getting that type of money. So their money's long gone. Whatever money they did make, long gone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. A lot of them, really, like I said, they they you know they really don't got you know, and because of their cognitive ability, they probably can't work like they can. So like this money is really useful, right? It can yeah. go toward like they sell seeing doctors and getting tests and getting the help they really need. And the fact that they couldn't get it for so long, they were denied for so long. It makes you want, makes me wonder how many guys have died right. because things went untraced, undetected, or they just couldn't get the proper care that they really needed. Yeah. Um, but man, just another, another, another day in America exposing the, just a lot the, of, the, the, it's the, a lot the, of underlying the, shit, man. I don't want to sound like a hotel nigga, but sometimes, like, yo, the system is not right sometimes. Oh, sometimes. All the time. All the time. Most of the time. Shit. But there's, 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 just, there's baked in stuff in the system that you can't fight sometimes if you don't know it's there. Yeah, because it's so subliminal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, whoever caught, I'm glad whoever caught the caught that. Yeah. Because I wouldn't, because I would be kidding. I'd just be like, damn, I guess I just didn't meet. The, the criteria. My criteria. You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad somebody caught that. I was like, hey, man, wait a minute. Nah, wait nah, nah, a minute. Nah, nah. I qualify. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, so somebody had to get up in arms like, no, I qualify. Right. I qualify. I know I qualify. You, you, you're you bullshitting me. Yeah. Like, or somebody thought about it like, wait a minute. Like, like, like whatever this is doesn't run in my family. This is yeah. not something my family goes through. Like, this is weird. Like, this is not, this is because of this. What are you talking yeah. about? This is not something that I just am... In my DNA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. Um, so, shout out to that. Yeah. Standing in the NFL. Our guy, not my guy, um, Bryce's guy, Deshaun Watson. Uh, favorite quarterback, right? Second favorite. Second favorite quarterback? Yeah. Uh, First is Ben Roethlisberger. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Man. So, it's him, uh, Deshaun Watson, and then third would be what? Uh, Vic? Now, who's the kicker? Mike that, Vic? Yeah, Mike Vic. Yeah, Your third Michael Vic. Favorite yeah, that's the third, uh, yeah. Cool, it's, cool. A, it's a controversial player. Right, right, right. Clean. That's one of all of them. Yeah, one of the fun. Yeah, Ray, yeah. I want, I want, I want Ray, uh, Ray Rice and Ray Lewis. God oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> These are jokes, people. <laughs> These are jokes. These are jokes. Um, so Deshaun Watson got interviewed, I believe, by a Cleveland. Yeah, either it was, it was a Cleveland news organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah news station person. Uh, I thought she did a good job too. She kind of let him. 
Yeah. Gave him the little softball questions about preparing for the, you know, preseason yep. and getting ready to go out there and blah, 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 blah. Then she asked him about, you know. Yeah, the case. Yeah. And for the first time since this shit broke. A, a year. Almost this two. This man finally came out and apologized as one. And two, kind of let us. This, his response let me know two things. One, some shit did go down. Yep. Because it's the first time he's apologized. Yep. So And two, he's about to settle. He's about to settle. He 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 knows he's going to miss him quite a few games. He's trying to soften the blow, right? Because remember Definitely. that was one of the critiques of Joshua Robinson. Yes. He was no remorseful and all that yep. kind of stuff. So he threw out this, you know, the apology statement, which again, I understand apologizing for the sake of apologizing. Sometimes you know, sometimes people you, be mad. You, sometimes you do have to apologize. But uh, but to me, I feel like he did. I I feel like two things. He did some shit. But I also feel like he did. You ever, you ever do something, but you know it can't be proven? Yes. Shout shout out OJ. Um, you know you do something you can't be proven, but you're like, all right, all right. sorry, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he he did some stuff, but he knows like a he said, she said, she you yep. know massage because there's no cameras and all that kind of stuff. Um, so he knew, he he probably felt like I can just slide. There's no physical proof. Yeah. But it's like. He knows it's coming down the pipeline. He knows he did some foul, nasty, perverted shit. Yep. And uh, he's trying to soften the blow because he knows that he, he's he, going to he, get double-digit games at the minimum. At the minimum. And he's trying to avoid that. He's definitely trying to avoid the indefinite. Oh, game. hell yeah. Like, at this point, like, I think he's got... I think someone's told him, like, yo, like, this indefinite could definitely happen. Yeah. So you need to do something because mm-hmm. that might happen. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, he finally came out. Whether you believe him or not, that's up to you. Um, it's up to each person to decide if they, right. if they you know. Obviously, the, that apology wasn't meant for us. It was meant for the women. Um, he settled with most of them. Right. So, um, it's just the, the four or? One. Oh, one. Okay. Yeah, he's settled with 24 of them now. Okay. So, just one. I think, and I, they said that's that one is going to trial. Okay. Um. So, she said, I'm going for it all. Um. But, uh, yeah, he finally apologized. Uh. <sighs> I'm trying to think of a guy who had, I think in my lifetime, is is a toss up between uh the three there are three guys okay in my lifetime who went from up here like to oh my god to like their fall from grace is amazing. It's three guys, uh, Deshaun Watson yes, Tiger Woods yes, and Lance Armstrong. Yeah, these are the three guys who like Lance Armstrong. Yes. Remember, we all had the live the strong, live strong the bands. yellow bands. He was just like he, it was the only time cycling was relevant. Yes, he was dating Cheryl Crow. He beat cancer. Like, and then you go from that to like, damn Lance, right? Yeah. Tiger Woods. He's everywhere. He even had that nasty ass Gatorade Tiger. He was everywhere. The red vest, the fist pump. And then obviously the cheating scandal comes out. Yep. And now with Deshaun Watson, I mean, I couldn't, I, I can't think. You, I mean, he, he's been in. You talk about he but, won so, at yeah, the college level, yeah. beat Alabama, so before, we, people love him for that. Before this scandal, he was probably the most unflappable quarterback. Yes. In the media's eyes, mm-hmm. especially black quarterbacks. Yeah, too. like the media loved him. Loved him. Remember, 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 everybody loved the whole. Remember, he broke down. Yeah. The press conference. Oh, Deshaun Watson. You know what I'm saying? We love it. Right, remember he's one of the few guys who, when like when he asked to be out of 
uh, Houston, people was yeah, like, people was like, bet, yes, yeah, yeah, get yeah. him out of Houston. Yeah, people the took me- his the, side. The media took his side. Yeah, get him out of there. We don't want him there. <laughs> we don't want our Deshaun suffering that yeah. that stench. You know that Bill O'Brien stench up in there and down there in Houston. Um, and you go from that to people being like, damn boy, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, you fucked up, guy. Right. You know it's bad when Cleveland Browns fans are like, I don't know if you want to do to be our quarterback. Right. When an organization who has been as moribund and as pathetic and downtrodden as the Browns have been, for them, for, for their fans to be like, we, we, I want us to be I good. Don't know I don't know if I, if this I, is I, I don't know if to... I want Deshaun Watson. Yeah. That's, that's crazy to that's me. That's crazy. Because y'all a playoff team. Like, you're a playoff team. Yeah. And you have fans who are like, I don't know, y'all. Mm-hmm. Maybe not him. Right. I don't know if this is the guy. Uh, So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm curious. I want to see if he has a bounce back. Because it took Tyler, it took Tiger a long time. Decade. Decade. Lance never bounced Lance back. Never bounced back. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. That kicked if, off his own foundation. Yeah. <laughs> it is still called the Live Strong Foundation. And he's not even a part of it. Um, um, you know how bad you got to be to get kicked off a, a uh, like a foundation that's helping people? Like, we yeah. want to help people, but we don't want it, like, we don't want you a part of it anymore. Yeah. Like, bye. You know, um, well, they say winning cures all. Yeah, yeah. If they say you, if you win, yeah, you're, everything's forgiven. That's true. Um, so like Tom Brady had the whole that whole. Oh yeah, the split gate. The, 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 the Patriots had the spy gate. Three Super Bowls after that. Yes, I believe. Yes, because I don't what was was the flake the flake gate was after the Seahawks Super Bowl, right? Was it before or after? I'm trying to remember. It was after. 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 He's won three three Super Bowls since then. Cures yep. all. Yep. He's the, he's the, he's known as the greatest quarterback of all time. He's gonna be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Easy. He's gonna be a free. He's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Right. The moment the, the moment he retires, like all right, let's just go ahead and get you in Canton. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't realize this. I think the only time it's ever been done, I could be wrong. I think it was Wayne Gretzky. He retired in like ninety eight or ninety. Yeah, he was like, and they threw his ass in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> quick. Like, you know, what's funny. I watch. I watched like the first like couple minutes. I found it on YouTube. I watched like the first couple minutes of it. They even they probably acknowledged the other two niggas. <laughs> like, like, I was like, all right, Jim's in the Hall of Fame and uh, Steve. All right, now Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> get your ass up here. <laughs> now the moment we're, you know, now the moment we're all been waiting. Yeah. They only two minutes in. Like yeah, they gave a they, a video montage. <laughs> Like, bro, we're three minutes in. He gets a video montage, and like they, they acknowledge him. They, they, they could not wait to get him in. The yeah, yeah they threw him. They made that's the only thing they ever made the exception. They made exception for nobody. They threw him. Not, not Lemieux, I, 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 not Gordy Howe, not Brett Hull, not none of them news. They said he he has to go in tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's going in tonight, like. I think they should do it for Tom Brady. I think they I should, too. Gonna, I ain't going to cap. I'm not going to cap either. If, if if Tom Brady were to actually stay retired for like a whole year, that's like, all right, yep, you're going into Canton. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so to me, uh, I, I'm definitely, he definitely should go in right away. But Yeah, but uh, like we're saying, like Deshaun Watson, will he have that? I mean, if he wins, I definitely I agree. Oh yeah, if he wins, then people if he wins, win. people people will. If 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 he gets the Browns into the AFC Championship, oh uh, yeah, it's it's done. It's done. It's done. It's over. He's good. Yeah. Um, but he apologized finally. Ah, took, got something from this fool. Uh, he's been so stone. He's been stone on too hard. Yeah. He, for this case to be going on this long. You know what I noticed? Squeaky clean guys struggle when. When like 
They don't know how to get when shit gets dirty. Yeah, they don't know. They don't yeah. know how to operate. No, because he's been like, it comes off as fake, corny, awkward. Yep. Like he don't know how to just be like yeah. calm and cool. He, he he acts like he's never done anything bad before in his life. Like damn, nigga. Like, like you ain't you ain't stole a quarter. Right. Like, bro, like you ain't you, you had to do something. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah, he, he he doesn't know how. He just didn't know how to just be like just he he just yeah, came he, up. You, he you, know, it's almost like you, you don't know how to how to mess something up and just sincerely be like, yo, I'm sorry, I messed up. Yeah, I'm really, I really am. Or just kind of be more. What's the word? Like smooth about it. True. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of smooth a little bit. Like you said, come out. Hey, hey, listen. Yeah. Listen. Like it's my side of the story. Like. I don't know if we're, we will talk about, it, but Trevor Bauer did the did it the exact right way. Mm-hmm. He was he was calm, cool, collected. Yeah. Gave his side of the story. Right. Still maintains it. Yep. Um. He never wavered, and he never got irrational about it. Nope. Like he was just very level headed. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he did a good job. Yeah. And like fighting off the media. Yeah. But now he's going after the media. He still yeah. he still has. I believe he has two defamation cases left. Um. He has a defamation case against the athletic. Yep. He has a defamation case against uh, a girl who fouled the one who fouled okay. against him, the one in California. He has one against her. Um, so we'll see how one those going to settle. But yeah, two different, two completely different. Now, obviously, one guy stood and didn't matter. He didn't get criminally prosecuted, right. but he did suspend two years from the baseball, which could possibly be the end of his career. Right. Um. So he's fighting that now, trying to get the appeal. That, that's taking forever. Baseball think they slit. They really do. They gonna squeeze one year out. Well, well, season's over with, so that's one, nigga. Thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, right? You know what I mean? Uh, oh, you know if it counts because technically they, it handed, got handed down when last season. No, this suspension for this one. That, oh, that yeah. was this year. That was this year. So I don't know. I don't know if it uh, does this year count. Yeah, I don't know. I, well, I'm, I'm assuming it starts from the moment they landed down to like the next year. So, uh, so whenever, so technically I think it'll eventually, so, so he could get, so you say he could be out of baseball for like three, four years. Pretty much. Um, which would pretty much be into him. Yeah, that'd be the Niggas end. will forget yeah. about you. There'll be a whole bunch of new guys coming in. Yep. And, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Like I said, if he wins, it'll cure all. Yeah. If he stinks, if he stinks, sucks Brown, Cleveland the, for all the, that money. Yeah, the and, Browns are pissed. He's pissed. Yeah. Browns fans are definitely pissed. Listen, we could get Baker, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's still. Well, he's, he, yeah, he, nigga, you ain't off. You, know, yeah, you gotta win him. You, 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 you in Carolina, so yeah. you gotta win down there first. Yeah. Um, moving on from the NFL on a basketball. Ben Simmons. Ben. Lord, I'm gonna call him these, Lord Finesse. Yo, these these he's, net- a, he's a finesse. He's a Sith Lord. <laughs> he's a he's Lord Finesse. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Darth Finesse. Darth Finesse. Yeah, he's Darth Finesse. He he's he's a Sith Lord, man. Uh so it came down today that Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers have settled. Yep. He settled um for how much, we don't know. Um, but he they he settled with them and uh I'm not happy. I'll be honest with you. As a as a fan, I um, cause I keep telling people this all the time, and I hate when people, you know, who does this shit? Who? A lot of basket. A lot of people who think they know. Not think they know. A lot of people who I think know basketball, and a lot of basketball players. They try to be slick, and I hate when people try to be slick. I hate when. It's sort of like the Colin Kaepernick thing, yeah. where it's this thing, but you yeah. try to make it this thing, yeah. and that's bullshit because now you're trying to like you're trying to misconstrue it. Yeah, 
And every the thing about Ben Simmons that made everybody mad was he had talent. Yes. Stop with stop trying to be slick. No one says he. It was the yeah. fact that we we've been watching this dude kick ass since his he was in high school. Yep. I I tell people all the time. He is the best high school player. I know for my brother, he thinks it's Michael Porter Jr. For some other guys and some other people. I talk about all the time. The best nigga I've seen play basketball is Ben Simmons in high school. Yep. As far as a dude who I was like, ain't a dude yeah, who, on who, this court fucking with him. Not a yep. soul on this court is messing with him. It's Ben Simmons. When he went to college at LSU, I've said it once, I said it again. When they didn't make it, I didn't blame him. I watched LSU play. I blame them damn seniors on his team who was being whole ass niggas. And because Ben Simmons was the guy getting all the shine, they want to they want to prove that they can do it. So they did a bunch of dumb shit. Shoot the ball when they shouldn't have shot the ball. Ball hog, ISO like iced them out a couple of times. I was like, man, get get these get these corny. You know what I mean? Right. I didn't blame I blame them goofy dudes, bro. He got to lead was immediate success right yes. away. What did exactly what I right. thought he was going to do? Let's not forget that there was a moment we were going to pick Ben Simmons over Joel Embiid. For sure. And that was a legitimate real conversation. And that conversation. was a legitimate conversation. We was wondering, Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons? Mm-hmm. And that was a legit question. Yes. Because Joel Embiid had injury issues. It was very clear that Ben Simmons could stay on the court longer. He was obviously talented. It was a legit question. Mm-hmm. And then the game against Atlanta happened. Yeah. And, and it started before that, though. But it did. It started like the it season did. before because it became – because of their playoff struggles, it became it got more heightened. That's true. His in a and the first I think the Jimmy Butler thing was the first time it was like yeah hmm okay all right and then so the spotlight was really on you and then they flamed out of the uh, bubble because um, Joel and B was hurt again yeah. and then you start but, hearing about their relationship yeah and how maybe they don't really fit on the off off the court and on the court which is evident they don't fit on the court and then. It, his inability to shoot the ball just yeah. became way more noticeable. Well, I think uh, – I don't remember who I was watching, but somebody did point out that in the regular season, his attempts just are just way higher than in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He shot more in the regular season, and as the playoffs get, get going, his attempts just go down and down and down and down, which was a trend. Yeah. At first, you can ignore it. You see, first season, you can ignore that. Right. Whatever. You're a rookie. But going on year three, year four, like, all right, bro, like, why are you not shooting in the playoffs? Like, that was that was a legit criticism. Kobe and, brought that up. Yeah. Kobe, Kobe brought that up. Like, um, he has to shoot. Yeah. Um, and, and it started to become a problem for him that he never addressed. That was another thing. So it was one of those things where it's like, fam, what's going on? Like, right. Are you not in the offseason? Like, what's do you need? You start hearing about does he need a – like is this, this is before the, the Atlanta thing. You right. start, I start, I heard the you know they were talking about maybe he need maybe it's a psychological thing. You right, start hearing yeah. that year that was a, years ago. You saw like what's going on. So people like I hate when people try to misconstrue like the talent shit. It's because if you if you had no talent, we wouldn't give a fuck. Nope. Now what you do is we like I right, whatever nigga we don't give a damn. You can't shoot. Who cares? Right. Like notice Tony Allen shoot the ball, at, but we felt like he was overachieving. Yeah. Uh, we didn't. We we was never like, man, Tony Allen, you should need to get jumper. We was like, I right, the fact that you still her fam. All right, cool. cool. <laughs> but Ben Simmons, like, nah, bro, you got. You were a high draft pick. You you you, you can hoop, dog. Yeah. You you uh, elite defender. Yep. You can pass the ball. You're good playmaker. Right, like you got generational you very talent. Well. You six ten, nigga. Like yeah. it's not. It's because of all these things, bro. And we're like, could you imagine if you could shoot it? A little bit. You would be 
I, I'm not bullshitting you. If Ben Simmons could shoot the ball, Ben Simmons would be a perennial MVP candidate. Yes. Perennial. Yes. He would be easy. He's 6'10", doing all this stuff. Shit. Easy. He, 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 he would win one. He, I'll go as far. He would win one. He would snag an MVP or two if he could do all, if he could score right, the ball, right. if, shoot if, all if, if Giannis can do it on his miserable shot attempts, yeah. you could definitely do oh it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. If Giannis can do it, yeah. you can do it. Especially, one thing I liked about Ben Simmons is he always had a cockiness and attitude to his game that I loved. Ben Simmons was always sure of himself on the basketball court. He always felt like he was the best player on the court. I, I saw you saw that. I, and yeah. Obviously, when we talk about basketball, you're like, all right, cool. He, he felt like he that nigga. So he, you got all these things going there, and then for this one thing, a part of your game to just be so detrimental to holding your team back, and for you to be so either either just sometimes either you just don't give a fuck, or you just oh, it just doesn't appear to be like a. Uh, I don't know the word what I want to use, but it doesn't appear to be a priority of yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah, we're gonna hold that against you, fam. And then, and then you flame out in the playoffs, and now because you flame out, you want to leave, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So I get fuck out of here. Come on, people. Come yeah, on, yeah. man. Like you, you can't be mad at Phillies fans when we we're watching Joel Embiid ball out, and he's still not having a great series, and because he's still injured again. Watching, we're watching Joel Embiid even with his issues of health. I mean, we watch Seth Curry ball out, bro. Right. Seth Curry, when you got a game like you, when you got a play. I'm sorry, not a game, a series, a series like that from one of your role guys. You got to advance. You have to. I think he damn near averaged 20 points in that series. He did. You got to advance. You got to go to the next round. And, and you and you can barely score 20 points. Dog, come on, bro. Dog. So that's why when people be like, man, I'm like, man, fuck, nice try. I'll be telling niggas, nice try. Stop no, it. Stop no. it. We know he can play. But we want him to take it to that level. Right. We expect greatness. Yeah. The same thing we expected at Andrew Wiggins, we expect that of you too. Yeah. I expected more. We expect more. I, exactly. I, I, wasn't, I was never on that Wiggins hype train. Still not. Uh, but, but still. Yeah. The expectation is still the same. Right. You should, you should be more than what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. And this isn't about a bad fit or miscasting. No, you are one of the best players on the court. Yeah. We've seen it. Right. Stop playing. Yeah. So, all right, stop playing. <laughs> and then again, and now you want to, and then this whole thing, you want to leave and it's mental health and we really can't share because mental health is such a sticky topic that we can't tell because we've all been there. We've right. all had mental health issues. You know what I'm saying? Everybody on the planet yep. has dealt with something and whatever it is. Depression, Depression anxiety, anxiety, you know. Whatever. Whatever. We've all gone through our bouts of just being down on ourselves in our in our brains between our you know between the ears you know yep so we get it that's the thing and athletes definitely go through it but your it's like the timing yep you know could does it make sense for you to go through this during this specific time period it's possible the world the world being down on you you can't go on social media you can't go on the street like you can't go anywhere with somebody giving you that look yep it's like and and we, and we all know athletes are the toughest person on an athlete is the athlete yeah so we I get it. But it's just using that as a as a as a crutch as a crutch. Right, is lame to me. Right, to me it's lame. Because um, if I was in a situation, to me, I think the greatest skill set to me that I think anybody can have because not everybody have it has it is when you when you're aware of why you're in a funk. Yeah. Right. The, what makes sometimes suicide and depression so dangerous is you don't know. Right. You don't know what's causing it. And you want it to go away, you know, but yeah. you don't you don't know what will do it. 
when you know what's causing it and you know kind of what you need to do yeah. to get yourself out of it, with being simple, simple, play, play better. Yeah. It's sometimes it's sometimes it's simple. Yeah. Cause because again, this isn't like a McKeel Fultz where okay, clearly you had an accident mm-hmm. and it has affected your ability to play basketball. Right. It was just a physical thing that happened. Right. This is a mental block at this point. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I believe it was a mental block. Right. But at some point, when are you going to say to yourself or have somebody come in and step in and say, yo, just play basketball, bro. Mm-hmm. Just play basketball the way you know you can play basketball and it will all be good. Yeah. Just dunk on Trey Young. And just, no, just be better. Yeah. It's time to it's time it's time to be it's time to be better. Yeah. It's time to step up and be better. At some point in life, you gotta take that next step. Right. All everybody. Whether it's in your career, your life, in some capacity, it's time for you to grow up. Yeah, and do it. Man up and take that next evolution to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. And if you're if 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 you ain't gonna call yourself out on it, well damn it, we're gonna call yeah. it out for you. Joel, and I think that's jo- a good Joel Embiid and Doc Simmons will call you out on yeah. it. Yeah. Or the fan base or whatever. Like we I, I think he approached it differently. Instead of approaching it as damn, like you know how it is when you're younger and you get yelled at by a coach. Yeah. First you take it as you take it to heart, like damn, but then you realize that they wouldn't yell at me if they didn't think I couldn't do for it. For sure. That's exactly they were right half the time. Yeah. Because you would see players, they would they every player ain't get yelled at. Right. Some niggas they just let they just kinda be like let you flounder. All right, cool. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't, you just hear your parents sign you up. We'll, you know, we'll put you on the bench. You'll be, you can do, you know, get, we'll get us water. But like, they, they notice it. They, it's different. With Ben, we see, we see it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's just, it's just like the Kyrie thing. It's like nigga, we see it, fam. Right. We we wouldn't give a bro. Not be niggas. We, I I guarantee you. Who's a nigga who in the league do nothing but score the ball? We don't give a fuck about. Um, trying to think. Uh, what's his name? Uh. Uh, Utah. Uh, nah, they win. I'm talking about team. I'm talking about a guy who on a team oh, who just oh. don't do shit but score. Um, Kyle Kuzma. Coo- Bradley Bill. Yeah, Bradley Bill. If Bradley Bill was kind of in the lineup, Washington out the lineup, I promise you we wouldn't be. We wouldn't give too many fucks. We don't. Washington, they ain't gonna win none anyway. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we wouldn't care too much. We'll keep our eye on it. Like, what's going on in the nation's capital? What's going on in D.C.? But we ain't going to be like, whatever. But Kyrie is different, nigga. Like, y'all supposed to be competing for a title, bro. Right. So, we, yeah. We, we, and, we expect and we you. seen you win it. Yep. We saw you hit the shot over a two-time MVP and a guy who's going to win three more titles after that. You know what I'm saying? We seen you go head-to-head with Steph Curry and duel him and beat him. We yeah. seen you do this stuff, dog. I saw you be the best player in the nation in eight games to do. You play eight games or how many games? Wasn't that many. And, and niggas was like, and you're still the best player on the, in the squad, who cares? Right. You the best, and you were the best. I seen, you, I saw you be the best player on a team that came off that won a title the previous year. Dude, he joined that squad, and we was like, all right, this nigga the best player on this team. Like, I, so we know what you can do, and you still be pulling his stunts, whatever. Right. It, it, it gets us up as as fans. Yeah. That upsets us for sure. And as an organization, that upsets them too, because we we are investing money into you. Right. What you call it, salary contract, whatever, it's an investment. I'm paying you money because I believe you can do what I think you can do to lead us to titles. Right. Why am I paying you this money? That's a, that's a fact. That's a question. You can't be mad at an organization for being like, I'm not going to pay you for you if you're not performing. I'm not, I'm not mad at an organization that says that. If you're not here, 
You're not getting paid. Hey, I'm at an organization that goes, you don't want to play? Cool. We'll still give you your money. Whatever. Like that that organization would piss me off. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. But Ben Simmons, they settled again. We don't know how much. I, and I told Bryce before we got on, the, the number will tell me who who who, who, who had leverage. Who yeah. had leverage, right? And I said if it's if if the, if if the settlement was in the single digits, that lets me know the Sixers had leverage. And Ben just settled and said, "I'll take whatever you give me." If the number is in the double digits, then lets me know that Ben Simmons had leverage. Um. And Philly was and, and Philly was like, well, let's just let's just let's just let's settle now before yeah, before it gets worse. Before we have to just give him all of the money, you know what yep. I'm saying? Um, but yeah, but um, standing in the NBA world, Brandon Jennings started a a uh, firestorm. Firestorm. That's the word we're gonna get. A hoopla. I like firestorm. Firestorm. Uh, on Twitter. So Brandon Jennings. Let me see if I can find it. I had it up on me funds. Uh, I think when I. There he goes, yeah. So, Brandon Jenny said this on Twitter. He said, for one, for one, whoever made this a player's league was the stupidest thing ever for the game of basketball. If I'm a fan of the game of basketball, why would I go pay to watch players that can decide whenever they want to play? It's only a couple guys in the NBA that love the game. He put that in not one, not two, but three exclamation points. Damn. He must meant that one. Outside of the NBA, kids make so much money now. You think they care? He didn't put a, he didn't he didn't he put a period though he didn't put a question mark I put the question mark I think he meant to put a question mark yeah. you think they care I don't think he just put like you think they care yeah you know he put he put the question mark yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, your take um I disagree disagree indifferent um I agree on some points I disagree on some points mm-hmm. I do agree on the player driven league part um I think it worked in the eighties and nineties because you needed it. Basketball was definitely the the minor sports league, uh, and you needed something. The teams weren't attracting people, uh, but players did. Um, but as that evolved, you could see the you can see the strengths the, the 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 league's ability to reel in players got really lax late '90s, early 2000s to get the malice at the palace, things like that, and trying to reel that back in is hard to do. To try to get players to understand, like, yo, this is a business. We all need to make money, and you're a part of that process. Where I disagree is that I don't think that the outside money forces affect how people love the game. I mean, if you love the game, you love the game, whether you're making money outside of basketball or because of basketball. I, I disagree with that. But in, in terms of the player-driven league thing, I do agree. So, Brandon Jennings, Brandon. I don't know. Should he be the messenger? Probably not. And I like Brandon Jennings. He was a fun player. He's cool. He, he one of the greatest highlight mixtape players, especially when he was at, um, at Oak Hill. Um, he was one of the first players, if not the first guy I know, who went overseas first and then got drafted. Like yeah. He took that route. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I... I don't know if I want to hear that from Brandon Jennings because you ever you ever heard about the message and the messengers? Yes, hundred percent. Some messages sometimes you do want it to match up. Like if Giannis came out and said it, or just or just someone of the OG, like somebody who like you felt like gave a dent. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was always a swaggy dude to me. Like yeah. I never. Some, I mean, I, he always. It was always like you ever meet some of those players where you can't tell if they would just, like some player who just cool with just the swag shit. Yeah. Like the swag aspect yeah. of the NBA and what it could do for you and being kind of like a pretty boy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that was him because I don't. I don't. 
I, also, another thing I hate with sports, I hate when people try to tell what's in a guy's tr- heart. Or I hate that. Right. Because you don't fucking know. It, ain't nothing wrong with making money. No. And like you said, ain't nothing wrong with making money outside of the game. I, I have no problem with that. Like, because I, look, I'd rather you, I'd rather you play this game half-ass and make money and set your family up for futures to come. Then play it for the love of game and make no money. And make no fucking money. Like I, yeah. I just as a, I just I rather you get yours. You yeah, I'm saying if this is your means to an end and get it, bro. Um, but I just I don't know if I want to hear that from him because I never I, he was never the guy who I felt like like when I watched Kevin Garnett and I watched Russell Westbrook and I watched Brandon Jennings, I didn't get the same feeling. No. You know no. what I'm saying? When I watched I mean, we, 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 like, we talked about scoring niggas. That was Brandon Jennings. He was yeah, just scoring the ball him, type dude. Monte Ellis, yeah. Kevin Martin, like niggas who were just like cool. They, Score you know, the ball, but in, in terms of like winning basketball. Yeah. Mm. Nah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if I want to hear that from him. Although I do like the tough crash. Shout out to Brandon Jennings. But the message. The message. Let's just let's so let's let's, let's go let's, through let's break it down. Let's again, go, let's yeah. go through each one. The first one, right? For one, whoever made this a player's league was the stupidest thing ever for the game of basketball. I don't know about you. I feel like he took the gun, pointed it straight at LeBron James. Because as far as I'm concerned, that's who he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can be, we can beat around the bush. We can be semantics. LeBron James, LeBron James. That's that's we for he instead of saying LeBron James ruined basketball. Yes, like. LeBron, he's trying to say LeBron James yeah. ruined basketball. Yeah. Again, he didn't say it, so we technically can't put that in his mouth. I'm a journalist major, so I know all major yeah. degree. Uh, so I know about the power of like Subliminal. saying some slick yeah. shit, but then being, being able to kind of lean on the fact that you technically didn't say those specific words. Yeah. So kind of like, but it's implied. It's implied, right? Because we know who the the person who's always the person who's always is given the credit for. The modern NBA, kind of how it is now, as far as the way players move, is LeBron James. Yes. So I'm far like talking about LeBron James. Let me b- give people some history for you. LeBron James was in Cleveland from 2003 yep. to 2010. He didn't leave after his rookie contract. LeBron James played what? That's seven seasons. Seven in seasons. Cleveland. Yep. That means the Cleveland Cavaliers had seven years. To get they shit together with the best player in the NBA. And win a championship. No, 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 no. I'm not even going that far. They could have, though. I'm not even going that far. They have seven years to show competency. That's true. Okay. Show me that you're competent. That's it. Show me that, like, at least Michael Jordan can't say the Bulls didn't show that they were competent. That's true. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Like you, you, you cannot like or, or you cannot like moves that players. You, you know what I mean? But you yeah. can't. But if we still winning and we went at a high level, then I right, let me shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like LeBron James took an overachieved and took a team to the to the NBA Finals in year four. Yep. And you and they started and they started going backwards from then. And the way you reward me, nigga, is by giving me a washed up Wally Zerbiak, a washed up Joe Smith. A washed up, like, Ben, wa- huh? Shaq? Nigga, I got us to the finals with fucking Pablis, you know, with Booby Gibson. Nigga, I don't need these niggas. Like, what the fuck? Wally Zerbiak couldn't help KG get no. to the playoffs the, year, the following year. What do you think he going to do for me? Nigga, do you bring me Shaq? And not Orlando Shaq. No. Not LA Shaq. Phoenix Shaq. Not Miami. You, huh? And I'm supposed to stay? Nigga, fuck that and fuck you. You know what I'm saying? I get it. What the hell? And yeah, and so if if I, I always tell people right now, 
Um, because of the remember the incident with the with with the people upstairs and my but my apartment. Yeah. I tell people right now that I have PTSD because of that. I'm high, my my hearing is heightened to any little noise they make at night. I'm worried that it's just it's just the, they, they go again. That's how that's how I believe LeBron James is. He was like to hell with me trusting an organization. His, his yeah. trust factor with front offices is gone. Yes, it's very evident. He does not trust front offices to do what he deems is the correct thing in order to compete to to compete at the highest level and, and put a competitive team on the court day night in and night out, season in season out. So I'll do it. Yep. A, uh, Wade, Bosh, let's get it cracking in Miami. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Cleveland, trade for Kevin Love, please. Thank yep. you very much. You know what I'm saying? LA, yep. all them young dudes. Trade for Anthony Davis. Thank you very much. And he has four titles to back up. So I think he was right. Yeah. A lot of these guys to understand, to me, this players thing to me, right? For the most part, people say guys, they don't. In some instances, it'd be lame. Like some dudes just be one out, just one out. Like Harden. Yep. Like bro, like you did. Like when you, to me, when you construct a team and you fail because of the team you help put together, Harden, Kevin Durant. I don't want to hear. It. I don't want to hear. It. I don't. Yeah. But when you like some of these other dudes, like you Anthony Davis and you in New Orleans drafted in what 2012. 2012. Yep. He didn't leave till 2019. Seven years. Yeah. Fam, seven years, bro, and I advanced in the playoffs once, and that's because I I had Rondo and Drew Holiday, like, and we couldn't figure that out. We I think Rondo's left after that season. Yep. I, we couldn't keep him. Come on, bro. Like, like we beat a Blazers team who would go on. People forget the year Anthony Davis that year twenty nineteen the offseason that he left to go to um, the Lakers the the previous playoffs the same Blazers team not exactly the same roster wise but the, they beat easily prior the years prior made the Western Conference Finals like what do we they made the Western Conference Finals we knocked them out in the first round and we not either we didn't even make the playoffs fuck out of here I'm out I'm out yeah. I'm out I'm out I gotta go I gotta go. Y'all can get the Zion sweepstakes. Right. I'm I, mean, out of here. I, I I wouldn't have blamed um, Giannis for wanting to for potentially have, moving on from Milwaukee at that time because like yeah, he's good, but like I disagree because I feel like he was he was he was getting he was evolving every year. So we I didn't really know what the finished product of he was going to look like. So True, but 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 but, but at, at the same time he still could have. I'm not saying he ran a trade, mm-hmm. but his free agency was a was a question. Yeah, if he left as a free agent, I think people would have understood. Right, it's Milwaukee. Never been traditionally good, right, right, right. Um, so he bet on himself oh, you before the title. Yeah, before yeah, the title, yeah, before right. the title, yeah, 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 before the title. His free agency was up in question, and people and people would have understood mm-hmm. same way. It's like, ah, yeah, it's Milwaukee. If you want to get up out of Milwaukee, we're not going to blame you, right? Um, and then they made the right moves, right? Signed him, got Drew Holiday, got PJ Tucker, one, one. Uh, and and again, like so to me, even the Paul George situation, I feel like he was. I like this situation in Indiana. He came out and said, "I tried." To get, I think at the time he was talking about Anthony Davis. Yeah. He said, I told my organization, I spoke to a dude. This dude said he's willing to come here and play with me. What say you? Ball is in your court. Yeah. He said he's willing to come here. What you gonna do? Oh, we're not gonna go after him. I'm out. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. I'm out because you're not trying to win. Now. Like, I like, I think a lot of times people don't understand that everybody has a role to play. Yep. My, my job on the basketball court is to win games. Yep. Right. But your job in the front office is to help me. Win games. Yep. When I feel like you not helping me win games, why should I stay? Why should I stay? And I and I and, and when I voice that to you and it doesn't do nothing for you, I gotta go. I have to. 
I gotta go. I can't. I can't stay just for shits and giggles. And I think a lot of times people try to they 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 merge shit. They merge the LeBron James leaving Cleveland, Anthony Davis leaving New Orleans. Um, like I said, Paul George leaving Paul Indiana, George. and they try to merge. I, I would even say the, the Kawhi Leonard situation. Yeah, and that that was more of a uh, that was more on the health health side. thing. I don't but, trust your staff. Can't 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 be here. I, I, so staff can't trust you. Can't yeah. can't do it. Can't do it. I don't blame him. Yeah. I don't blame him for that one. Same, yeah. it's, that's all the same vein to me where I don't trust the organization with the 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 betterment of my career. For sure. I get that. Mm-hmm. There's there's two different sides to trusting the organization and guys running the organization and running it into the ground. Mm-hmm. Those are two separate conversations. Right. Like James Harden leaving Houston, that's on you, James. I don't want to hear it. You did that. Yep. They they did it, they did the team exactly how you wanted it. And sorry. You did that. That's you. You got to eat that. You should You should have to eat that. Yeah. Um, KD and Brooklyn, you should have to eat that. You helped put this shit together. Now you want to go? Don't want to hear it. Thug it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think people merge those two things, yep. and they're different. They are. They're not the same. You know what I'm saying? Um, they are. I, I agree. Because it's, it's the same reason why people were saying, oh, Dame got to get out of Portland. Yeah. Why? Because we see he's wasting his time up there. That's a different conversation than if Damian Lillard had a say in all the decisions at Portland, and Portland stinks. Right. That's Those are two different things. Right. So to me, it's a player's league. It's like, it. it's always been, to me, it's always been, a, to me, it, every league to me is a player's league. It just comes down to the players realizing how much priority they got. It's like the kind of the world, right? Yeah. The earth belongs each country belongs to the people. To people. But how but if the people aren't willing to exercise their ability mm-hmm. to say, No, yeah, you can't do this yeah. to the government, the government gets to do what they want. They want to do what they want, right? So and same for goes the companies. The people and companies who have the power are the employees. Yep. It's more of them than upper management. Yeah. But if you just kind of go with the flow, then yeah, we just gonna we gonna run them up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So in, the NBA players realize what a lot of other, like some of the baseball players realize, like baseball players, baseball players, we talk about, you talk about, you know, money and greed and, and not really caring about winning. We've seen dudes leave great situations like, man, man, like, you know. A-Rod. Right. With a. Uh, yeah, A-Rod went from Seattle, a yeah, winning team. To, to the Rangers. Te- to Texas. and. And I understood he thought he was joining. It was him. I think Rafael Palmero was there at the time. I think Pudge was there at the yeah. time. So he thought, oh, I'm, ooh, okay, nothing. So I, you know, so, but it's like, you make that, like, basically, they do it all the time, though. They'll, they'll, they'll leave. We saw Corey uh, Seeger. Yeah. Right? Left the Dodgers, who ain't missed a beat, and go to Texas. Why did they keep going to Texas? Um, it's like, all right, well, you know. Okay, that's okay. on you. Carlos Correa, leaving, um, Leave in uh, Houston, go to Minnesota, right? Like, it's, it's Houston is still winning. You know what yep. I'm saying? Not that Minnesota sucks, but like Houston is still winning. Houston's so, still a top dog in the division, right? You know what I mean? So it's like they do it all the time in a sport because they understand it's a business. Yeah, Brandon Jennings, it's a business. Sorry, I'm a businessman first. You should be. You should be. You should cro- make sure you dot your eyes across your T's before you st- step on the court. Had that and make sure that's good and make sure it's good to your satisfaction. Yep. Not the owners, not the players, not the fans, not the co- not your teammates, not the coaches. Yours. All right, cool. All right, I'm getting my everything's good. I feel like everything's straight, cool. You know what I'm saying? But I it's to me, 
I, I want players to always I, – I, and the one thing to me, the fact that a lot of players are still doing it, that lets me know that a lot of these uh, management teams still suck. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care what you say. Yeah. If we winning, bro, yeah. I'm not leaving, dog. I, I ain't leaving, bro. I have – I think we had this conversation before on a pod. We, we, we were talking about do organizations actually know how to build teams? Yeah. And I don't think they do. I believe I believe more than half don't. I don't think they do. I don't think they scout well. I don't think they know what they need in a team. Don't develop well. Don't yeah. develop well. Like I don't think like I don't blame a basketball player who feels like I'm not being utilized correctly. Yeah. Cause I I do I believe that there's there's more of that than actual development in basketball. Especially if you if you let them if you let if you give them a chance to correct yes. the error. If you let them know like I think the biggest great for Kevin Durant leaving Oklahoma City was he didn't even give them a chance to offload Russ. No. Like maybe I pro- I promise you. Yes. Kevin Durant goes up there and be like, he gotta go. They do it. He has to go tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like tonight I want him off the team. Russell Westbrook would have been traded that fucking night. Yep. But it's like, ah, oh, you just leave. All right, cool. I mean, you're a free agent, do what you want. But to me, I don't blame players for put for letting like for front for all of us know, you had me. Now what? Right, yeah. I, 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 I'm all for putting the ball in the organization's court. Well, it's in there from the moment you're a rookie, from the moment you're drafted. Right, no, but, but when, when, when the players are free agency, they say, hey, listen, I made some moves. I made some calls. I got some dudes that said they want to come here. She was the Clippers did. Yeah. Kawhi, Kawhi said, well, nigga, I ain't coming unless you get Paul George. Bet. Bet, nigga. Say less. Steve Ballmer said, okay. Bet. Say less. <laughs> say less. He'll be here shortly. Oh, I'm not gonna be here until like Paul George is gonna be here. He already on the flight here, fam. He already on his way. Don't already, worry about it. Already on his way. I knew you were gonna ask. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> he already on the flight over here. He already, you know what I'm saying? And, and again, obviously, he reached out to yeah. Paul George as well to kind of get throw some feelers out there, um, to at least let him know what could be down the pipeline. But uh, so to me, I, I I don't I don't it's a player's lead, but it's not it's a I don't it's not a Black and white. It's, it's different. Right. These are two different. We're talking about two different reasons, right? Second thing he says, if I'm a fan of the game of basketball, why would I go to pay, watch players that can decide whenever they want to play, a.k.a. the load management conversation? And when we talk about load management and just players not wanting to play, remember, again, I'll start with the, start with the oh, origin so, of so, this. So, so, first of all, here's my thing about load management. I've always had a gripe with this because it's, it's, for the most part, it's not players that are saying – put me on load management. That's usually an organization saying, hey, guess what? You're sitting. Because mm-hmm. we need you in the playoffs, and this game does not matter. Sit down, please. So I don't blame players for that half the time. Most most organizations take their best players and say, you gotta be, you've been playing a lot these past couple weeks. We're going to sit you these next. we got a back-to-back. you sitting. You might play one, might, might not play the other. Might not play both. That, that comes from organizations most of the time. So I don't put that on players. Let me get, again, it's like, it's like school today. I'm going to put, again, another history lesson for people. You know that organization that people call the model organization? It's a first-class organization. That's how it should be ran. That's how they should do it. That organization, people, is what started this. Yep. And I'm talking about the San Antonio Spurs. Yep. Remember when they would just randomly sit Tim Duncan 
They would just randomly sit Manu Ginobili. Yep. They would just randomly sit Tony Parker. I don't give up if they're old. Nigga, they, they, was, they, they had been old. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, nigga, and niggas have... Michael Jordan, his last year, he was old. They ran his ass to the ground. Like, Kobe old. Lakers right. kept throwing his ass out. The, like, I don't know. They was the first... The, again, the San Antonio Spurs. They're the model organization. Yep. Do it like them. And, well, and we, team, we're okay and there. All okay. right. Yeah. Well, we're going to do it. Like, if they work for them, they went to the finals in 2014. Yep. No, I'm sorry. They went to the finals 2013 and lost in seven games. And then they won and beat the brakes off Miami in, 20, in 2014. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it worked. It worked. You Warriors copied it. Right. Basically. With, with Steve Kirk going up there, basically copied it. Mm-hmm. So let's just start with that. Like, that's where it originated. Yeah. It didn't start with Kawhi Leonard, no. who came from the Spurs. Yep. Right? It didn't start with these other guys. This is, like, like I think people don't, again, we're talking about two separate things. There's a difference between a player being told by an organization. You're sitting you're today. Sitting. Do I think players be like, no, nah, I want to play? Yeah. Yeah, I can play today. But do, do I think organizations go, do I think the billionaire owner goes, you're not playing today? Any questions? I'm confused. I'm confused. Why you confused? Right. Like, I just told you you're not. You're not playing, playing today. Oh, we saw you grab. We saw you grab your, your hand. Mm. Go ahead, sit down. Right, back to back in Minnesota. We're gonna be in Minnesota and and Utah back to back. We can skip those. You yeah. and eh. who gives a damn? You know right. what I'm saying? There's a difference between that. And I, and I understand the argument, well, any player, work, they'll fight to play, man. If I, I will fight to play. Listen, I'm not going to go against my organization if they are saying you're sitting. Fuck all. If I'm the owner and I'm paying you all this damn money, nigga, I'm trying to, I'm trying to have you paid. I'm trying to have you for a 10-year period. Facts. I do not give a damn about this back-to-back. And and, and and I'm sorry, in Detroit and in Indiana. I'm sorry, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't care about this random, like, this Great Lakes little tour we're on right well, now. I'll, I'll, sorry. Yeah. If, we're, if, we're on a, if we're on a road trip, we got a couple back-to-backs. If I'm an owner, it's like, okay, I'll have you play the first two games of the road trip. In, in, in conjunction with the general manager. Yeah. Uh, I want him to play the, the first two, hopefully, and maybe the last two. Mm-hmm. And if we go, if we split if we split the trip, I'm happy. Right. If we split that trip, yeah. I'm happy. And coaches too. Yeah. These coaches look, man. They like, nigga, I'm trying to have this dude for the playoffs. Right. So look, if he gotta sit, if he gotta sit in this little, you know, in this little, this little, you know, southeast Detroit, the southeast Charlotte, DC swing, so be it. So be it. Now, I do have a problem when when the decision is made for nationally televised games. That is true. That I have a problem with. That's true. If you have to, if you just happen to play Detroit. It's nationally televised. Playing. You, you got to play. play. And it's a back-to-back. You got to play. You got to play. You got to play on that. You got to play nationally televised games. But owners, look, I don't under, I don't blame. That's an asset. Yeah. I need you to be healthy. as healthy as long as possible. I don't mind trying to have a Larry Bird situation. You know, he was in double-digit seasons, but he started to decline because of his back. I'm not trying to have that. Right. I want you for an extended period, 15, you guys are coming in at 19. If, if you know? I can get 20 years out of you, bet. 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 I'd rather at least 10 plus. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to me, because uh, I mean, we've seen dudes break down. I mean, obviously injuries happen. We've seen guys just break down far sooner than they should have broken down. Yeah. We saw with Tracy McGrady. Yep. We saw with Amari Stoudemire. Yep. Like we've just Penny. seen. Huh? Penny. Yeah, Penny Hardaway, right? We've just seen guys just, 
You know, and there's a difference between, I mean, I want to, and I want people to understand, there's a difference between guys just having freak accidents, constantly getting hurt, like a Derrick Rose, right. like a Grant Hill. I'm, I'm talking about guys literally just breaking down, like yeah. just this Nicky neck injury, that one. Michael Red is another guy yep. that kind of started happening to him as well. Um, so to me, I think that's the difference between that and then what, say, Kyrie Irving. Right. Where it's like, well, I think I think we we're kind of seeing it with Kevin Durant sometimes, where it's like it's a little thing here, little thing there, and he's just missing. I don't, I don't know if I, was, I don't know if I would throw him in there. I, I I don't get that from him. He plays if he can. He, he, you, no, but he but, but, but we are seeing that the small injuries start to compound right, right. in his career now. So you are saying maybe he should be? Yeah, sitting a little bit more. I think he should. I think he should. Be. Brooklyn ran his ass exactly, yeah. and and I'm, I think we're starting to see it where yeah. it's like you know what maybe we should. That's why Kyrie needs to take the shot, right? So we can sit KD, so these these small injuries don't keep compounding. I think, and I th- I think the Kyrie situation because of how big it's gotten, I think that's what's conf- again confusing the situations, yeah. right? Because that's him. Yes, hundred percent. Between a player just deciding, eh, like him, even the Zion thing, where it's like you feel like because of his his eating habits and his off the court habits, you feel like that's what's keeping you off the court. It's not, it's not your, Yeah, I, I put Zion in a different category too. Mm-hmm. Um, because mainly because I felt like the Pelicans were worried about actually throwing him out there. I agree. I would too. Yeah. I think the Pelicans were legit. Like I don't think he did himself any favors. He, what I'm he, saying. he didn't, but, but that was, that was a two pronged thing yeah. where Zion wasn't doing himself any favors and the Pelicans were just not confident yeah. about him playing this year where they're right. like, I don't know guys. So we, who do you blame in that regard? That's true. That's, that's a two-person issue. And plus, how many guys, realistically, right, because players sit out, how many guys, to me, again, I don't I don't think it'd be a problem if it was, uh, the, to me, just the nasty televised game that if I'm NBA, that, uh-uh. You, you got to play that. You got to play that. Like, yeah. if I'm an NBA and I see a report of a guy sitting down in a nasty televised game. I am upset. Let me see. Yeah. Well, in fact, if I'm an NBA, I would have – NBA doctors at every national televised game. Yeah. And if we get word that a guy who hooped the night before ain't hooping tonight, we'll evaluate him. We'll, 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 we'll see. Yeah, well, we, we can, we, we can override that decision. Yeah. You're getting fined. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We don't give a fuck about your – like, we need like, – he, he's a commodity to us too. Yep. Um, And I also understand the whole fan aspect. Like, you save up your money. Like, some fans – some people only go to an NBA game – only I've only gone to one, uh, primarily because we just don't have a team in St. Louis. So I understand, like you, you when a when a when a, uh, when a player comes, like the marquee guys, yeah. you want to see it. I get it, right? But again, I think you just you, you got to understand. You got to understand the league what it, where it is. You got to yeah. understand, like I mean, I, this dude's gonna come here. I, t- I, I, would you I rather mean, this dude come here just one time, or you're gonna have multiple fights at the apple? Yeah, I, I think. People want to compare it to a sport like a football, right? That's gridiron, blah blah blah, tough. It's like, but it's also a shorter season. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, guys do like you. You you have in football all the time where there are guys who are physically unable to perform, which means that they kind of could have. But we deemed it necessary to say, "Nah, we're good. We can beat this team without you." Yeah. Um. So I think maybe a transparency in that situation would be more on would would be helpful. Where it's like he could play, yes. We don't need him to beat this team, right? So we're not going to play him. True. Like I think if if you were honest about that, I think fans would be okay. It's like okay, like we are trying to win games. It's the whole point of this whole goddamn league. We are trying to win games, and if I don't need a guy to win games, I'm not going to force him to be out there. 
It's a business. It's a business. It's a it's a business. And the last thing he said, it's only a couple guys in the NBA that love the game. Remember, not one or two, three, that's how much money. Outside of the NBA, kids make so much money now, you, you think they care. Getting yeah, you and I are both on this one. Yeah, I yeah. disagree with that wholeheartedly. Right. Like, again, I hate trying to determine who cares and who doesn't. Like, no. I think that's so. They're, that's they're, so. The, the, un- you can't so someone's, that. someone's play on the court will determine if they care or not to me. Yeah. If they, like, if, if we can watch somebody play and say, oh, yeah, no, they, they want it. Yeah. They want it tonight. Mm hmm. Some guys you can tell, okay, he's he's coasting tonight. Right. Doesn't mean doesn't mean he doesn't love the game of basketball, but tonight he's coasting. Yeah. It's fine. Um, do I think are guys making money off the court more than ever? Yeah, yes. they make money, but they're also making money on the court more than yeah. ever as well. Um do I think players care? Yeah. I think hundred percent. Why I would think, you be out there if you didn't care? I think I think players care because it's a lot of I don't it's a lot of grind to be in the NBA. At least it should be. It sh- I think it is. Like, I think you it is. have to constantly, like, these dudes are coming in yeah. constantly. And remember, the one the one quote you hear about a lot of time from a lot of OGs is they wish there were more veteran players on some of these teams or these young teams. Because, bro, these, these they getting these dudes up out of here. Yeah. You you can't do this. You Bye. Yeah. Bye. Like, they they getting, they getting guys up out of here. So, it's like. Yeah, I was actually, uh, there's a guy on YouTube I like to watch. Stunted Growth. Mm-hmm. He just did one on um, can't remember his name. He's drafted like twelfth by the Super uh, Supersonics, mm-hmm. and he mentioned that he was like, you know, I was on a team with a bunch of vets who were in a win now mode, and he was drafted right out of high school. And he's like, I'm just trying to find, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out Wait, where I fit. Uh, Ninety. They drafted Rashard Lewis, white guy. White guy? Yeah, white guy. Huh? By the Sonics? Yeah, I, let me pull it up. I just, I just watched it. Interesting. I don't know who that would have been. Uh, Out of high school? You said in the nineties? Late late nineties, early two thousands. Late nineties, I mean, I mean, they took Nick Collison. He's the only white guy I know they drafted. I'm curious who that was. Now I'm uh, actually kind of intrigued. White guy out of high school. You don't really see that often. No. Um, but uh, I I do think Robert Swift. He white. Yeah. Robert Swift. Robert Swift. Huh, I don't know who that is. Um, uh, but, but again, quick, quick, fast, in a hurry. Supersonics drafted him, didn't pan out. He was overseas very quickly. You saw how fast they got Anthony Bennett ass out of the even number one over pick. They got him up out of here quick. You can't play, can't do this, can't do that. Bye. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of guys are just one bad play away from being up out of here. So, I like, to me, like, guys, I, I just think guys care. I, mean, I do. I mean, we see dudes be in the G League for, like, a de- like dudes care. Right. I think dudes care. Just and that, but everybody just shows it differently. Remember the biggest I think the biggest knock against T Mac was the fact that he looks so nonchalant. Nonchalant yeah. despondent. Like and you would think he wouldn't care, but it's like, nah, he gives a damn. Like everybody 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 ain't like out there like like everybody in Russell Westbrook. No. Screaming, hollering, uh, everybody ain't that. Right. You know what I mean? Like some guys are just more they just do it differently. They do it differently. But they still you know they, what I they mean? all care. Yeah, they all Every, care. Th- this was the dream. No, don't get it twisted. Yeah. This was the dream to get here. Yeah, and stay there. Most yeah. guys, and I, and I do think most guys care. I think most guys, I do I do think most guys, I'm not saying all, but I do think most guys want to win. Yes. I do think most guys, I, I don't think, because I don't care how, I, 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 I truly believe this. I don't care how many non-give-a-fucks non, non give a fuck you give. Nobody likes being a loser. No. 
Like, no one if you, likes if, being a loser. You if you've ever played a sport, winning is great, but losing is awful. Yeah. You hate that day. No, I don't. And yeah, no, it may be levels to the how much the losing impacts you. Like some guys like Kobe and Michael probably like, it, they probably can't sleep. Kevin yeah. Garnett can't sleep. But nobody likes but it. No one likes it. No one likes no. it. Yeah, man, well, as long as I got my money. Now, it, now it's possible. I think... You, you you can get to that point you could, later later in your career. Later in your career, you could get to the point where you're like, man, I'm just trying to feed my family. But I think most because we, we honestly we're, we we really talk about the marquee guys. Yeah, I do think most of the marquee guys give a fuck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, 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 no one wants to be the marquee guy that loses. I think most of the rookies coming in care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's say you're younger. I think like we said we yeah. get older is when it starts to kind yeah, of when, when it changes. But I think every rookie that comes into this league wants to be a winner. Want to prove yourself. Want to prove whatever reason. Want to yeah. prove yourself. Want to be the best. Want to prove yourself to get the money. Whatever. But you're going on third. You're trying to kill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to you want to let everybody know you're the best and all that kind of stuff. I do agree that most of the guys care. Do I think all of them care? Not as much to different degrees. Yeah. Now I think that's that's the difference. The degree to to how much you care. You know. What and maybe what you like, care you about. Not, like, you may not care enough to. Dive on that loose ball. Like right. You may you may make a business decision. Do I want to dive on the loose ball? What if I hurt myself? I can't afford to really go out right now. I just bought a house, whatever. Can't whatever. Whatever your yeah. reason is, it's a contract year for me. I need to show people that I can play. So you may you may not care that much. You might right, go, right. let me chill. You care about different things. Maybe not. I'm gonna take this charger. Fuck it. It's a business decision. Get out the way. Yeah. Um. But I I don't I do think most guys, especially the young guns, especially the, yeah. a lot of the prime, the top players. I think this is what you're talking about. I don't think you care about the whoever. Yeah, I don't, 12th man. Yeah, 12, 12th man. Home, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But I do think most of the players care. I, I do too. Like, I, I think that's just categorically wrong. Yeah. You wouldn't you wouldn't be in the NBA if you didn't care but, a little but bit. But I hate that it's a, it's a consistent conversation that, that, that keeps happening. Um, I, Again, we've stayed on this podcast multiple times that I I do, do see the in the next CBA – the owners taking back a lot of power, yes, and 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 having a lot of like money being tied to like amount of games played and stuff like yep. that. Um, but I do think that you know it's going to be a fight between the league and the teams themselves about how they handle yes back to backs. Remember, remember that there was a reason. Remember, there's a reason why the talk of a shorter season is being thrown out there. Yeah, they're like, man, all right, maybe because it's the teams are like, all right, because NBA recognizes, all right, maybe if we. Shorten the season, not only will we feel like maybe less injuries happen, but maybe these teams won't be so inclined to sit right. a player. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I think the NBA does realize that the length of the season is getting to a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, we are like we are just seeing guys way more injured, way more often, especially your marquee guys. Yeah. Um, and that's what they're trying to prevent. Right. Every sport, I don't care what anybody says, every sport tries to make it safer for its athletes. Yes. Because the safer it is for the athletes, the more participation you it get at be. the lower. It should. It should. Yeah. I don't want to say every sport is doing their best job of that. They try. Yeah. The Bears played on, I remember there was this report came out, the Bears played it, like the, the, the field conditions. Oh, that's, that, field. I, I saw the it's pictures. It looked ass. terrible. So let's not say, and, and, but they proved it. Yeah. They, they was like it's good to go. So it's not like like they're they're every league is doing their best foot forward. Yeah. To making sure the playing conditions are at its premium for their premium athletes. I just want to put that out there. That's true. But I think the the NBA does care because it's it's still trying to grow. NBA cares. It's it's still trying to grow its 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 ability to present itself. Right. So they they're right they're in a care mode right now. They're trying to figure out how to make sure that we don't become baseball. Right. Um. But uh. 
but uh, yeah, but I, I just I don't like the fact that this is a constant to- topic that gets brought up about these era, like the, these these this era player and like do they care and how much they care? They just want it for the money and all that kind of stuff. I do want. I guess my 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 core issue though is like why wouldn't I do it for money? But it's a business. I can right. do it for free. I'm not doing this for free. Like I have to get paid to do this. Yeah. Like I'm not going. I don't work the job I work because I love it so much. Right. Like I gotta get paid for it, yo. Yeah. Like I'm not just gonna do this for free. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta rent to pay. Right. So I don't know that. That's the core of the argument that I don't like. Is like, why wouldn't? What's the point of doing this? I mean, I, I think, I think the best way to say it, to rephrase it, is like, do I love this game enough to play for free? Like, like if I would, would I play basketball? Just play basketball because I love it so much, probably. But if I could make money from it, why wouldn't I? That's why what I think. I? If I could make money from it, why wouldn't I? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm not going to disparage someone for finding ways to profit. Yeah. Why? Why are we doing that? And and I can I can make money and I can not and I can preserve my body even when I leave. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I don't know. See, you see some of these older players how they be moving and walking, Jeez. waddling everywhere. Like nah, bro. Um, but I'm moving on from sports. So last week we talked about it was live. It was the last show, the previous show. We talked about a story about a, a pro-gun activist who pretty much helped. He pretty much facilitated the forced shutdown yeah. of, of the Midtown. Yeah, you know, Midtown Music Festival. Yeah, Music Midtown Festival in, in Georgia, um, in Atlanta. Uh, so it was a follow-up to that. Um, it says, and I, is this, I'm reading this from NME. I want to know what this stands for. I was wondering. I never looked it up. Pro-gun um, activists who forced Music Midtown's cancellation now set to challenge Georgia venues. Um, obviously, uh, let me see. It's a pro-gun activist who has repeatedly called on Live Nation to change its weapons policy, which prompted the recent cancellation of the Atlanta Festival Music Midtown, has now said that he wishes to challenge the live music promoter's firearms ban inside his Georgia venues. Um, blah, blah, blah. Says Billboard re- sub- subsequently reported that recent changes to g- Georgia's gun laws, which prevented Music Midtown's owner Live Nation from banning festival goers from bringing guns into publicly owned festival grounds at Piedmont Park, were the likely cause for the cancellation. Um, in a new interview with Billboard, Georgia IT worker, author, and vocal gun rights activist Philip Evans, who's the guy that yep. did it, recalled how in the weeks before the cancellation, he warned a contractor hired to handle security at Music Midtown that should any member of your security team accost a legal carrier of weapons, your company and any involved individual could be sued for damages. I urge you to honor and follow our state weapons law here in Georgia, he added. Let me see you got some more. Um, Evans has now told Billboard that he never pushed for Music Midtown cancellation and that he didn't expect Live Nation to pull the plug on the event. There's nothing in my blog, in my opinion, that indicates I celebrated the decision, he added. I would have actually been thrilled had Live Nation gone ahead and, and had the event and said they were following the state law. Um... He described himself as a hardcore music fan, blah, 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 blah. He added that he wouldn't rule out challenging the promoter's weapons ban at his Georgia venues in the future and that he could show up to a venue armed. Uh, he said, for a long time, Pop asked me, I wanted to see. He said, he said, I do plan on challenging that at some point because I really do want to go to one of these concerts and maintain my right of self-defense. Which uh, state? Because you were the reasonally one that... Yeah, I, 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 I found it. And... I guess my question is, what the fuck did you think was gonna happen? Right. Like these promoters, their their main job for for an event like this is the art is the safety of the venue goers, right? And the artists. Yeah. 
I got two people who I got to make sure are safe here. Mm-hmm. And the best way to control that is to control who can bring what into the venue. Yeah. That's why they check everything when you're about to walk in. That's why there's clear bags, all that stuff yeah. at a music festival. Well, I need to make sure my, my artists are safe and the people who are going here are as safe as possible. Yeah. Can't control everything, but there are some things I need to have in my control. Mm-hmm. What did you think was going to happen? If they can't have that type of control, they're not going to hold the event. That, and not only that, I think from an insurance standpoint, your insurance goes up. Yeah. Like, because insurance going to be like, oh, 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 now people can bring in guns. Now that right. raises now that raises how much you got a premium got to go up. Now that raises how much and you got to pay. And I don't know what type of artist contracts might be like. Yo, I'm not going at a venue that's not, you know, that doesn't prohibit firearms. Yeah. Like some artists might not be able to show up because it's in a contract where it's like, I got to have a venue mm-hmm. that prohibits the the access to firearms. Yeah. And and this is another thing because I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a play devil's advocate. Okay, yeah, too. go ahead. But before I go to play devil's advocate, he also has to understand. And and let's just, let's, let's just, let's just, let's just use hip hop, right? Yeah. The state of hip hop that it's in right now, you it's almost dangerous. Some guys probably wouldn't be able to you probably couldn't even if if let's just say in Georgia and some of these other southern festivals, right? Because remember there's a rolling line in Miami. Yep. Remember, let's just say in some of these other festivals where let's just say they agree the same thing. No, no, in our facilities you have you can have your guns. Now, if you're rolling line in Miami. Now maybe there's some guys you can't bring. Yeah, maybe they got a history. Remember, remember, you know what I mean. Well, got- I mean, let's let's take the Kid Cudi thing mm-hmm. that just happened recently. Right, people throwing shit at him. Yeah, imagine some lunatic with a gun now who really does not fuck with Kid Cudi. Right, get off the get off the stage. I I can't control those variables. I yeah. cannot control those variables. Yeah. Um. Yeah, go ahead, and play David. I, I do want to hear your your counter argument. So my counter argument mean would be. Right. If you're, if you're, the only, the fear from a gun comes from those who don't have it. And the fear that people, someone who does have one, it just, for some reason, irrationally would just use it irresponsibly. Right. So technically it's one of those things where I'm one of those people who I hate when people project their fear onto me. I get that. Right? If that's your fear, what does that do with me? And also you can make the argument that if people are, if, if I'm a gunman and I plan on doing damage, remember what's the rule we always say? A gunman is not going to go to a place where he feels like That's true. he won't be able to get his shit off. That's right? true. If I'm a gunman and I go to a festival and I know people are, like, if I can see people like openly walking around packing, I may be like, nah, I'm going to skip this one. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Maybe, so you make an argument. Maybe the fact that people are armed there who, who, genuinely, who genuinely have good intentions, they just armed for for arm's sake, right? I want to protect myself and whatever. You make an argument, maybe you don't need as much security, right? Maybe, maybe, maybe you can have your generic adequate security just for the amount of people that's going to be at your facility, your place in general. That's true. And if maybe your, maybe your guards combined with the citizens who are, who are legally armed there, plus your people being armed. Cause not all of them are armed. People don't understand. A lot of these people are volunteers and shit like yes. that. A lot of them are just random. I, I, I technically, technically, could have worked as a volunteer at the Governor's Ball Fest music festival last year. I could have worked. All I had, to, I think, I had to do one couple, one or two things, and I was in there like swimwear. Like I, it was done. Like I, I, I found it. Somebody sent me a link. I filled it out. Everything it was good to go. I just thought at the last minute, I was like, eh, I'm good. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. Like you know. Uh, 
So like those, so a lot of people aren't armed. So maybe you you can you can you can make an argument that combined with the people who are armed, it will, it would be a more safer environment. I can see that. I can see that. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm thinking about this from the business standpoint. Right. There are variables that I have to have in my control. True. Because I'm not getting sued. Facts. That's just I got. I'm trying to make money here, and getting sued hampers my ability to make money. Right. I'm not trying to give it out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we upcharge these, these right, tickets I mean, for a reason. And and, I, and unfortunately. It was that festival out in the country festival out in Vegas. Dude wasn't even at the festival. He was in a hotel across the street, fits, right? Yeah, uh, they, yeah, they yeah. yeah. he was in a hotel across the street, and he was do, and he was doing damage. Yeah. So, is this there's, there's there's so many things not, that, that can that's probably the only one that can even be kind of be done at. Most of them are really at places where you can kind of get that off. So yeah, it was got kind of perfect storm. It was you, a perfect yeah, storm, yeah, yeah. but even still, that was outside of the venue's control. Yeah. That's they true. were not going to know yeah. that a man was going to be shooting, shooting across the street for sure. Um, so I, I I I understand that he he's a little upset this got canceled, but you also have to understand that these are businesses that people are trying to run. Yeah, and I have to protect the people who are going to be performing. Yeah, and the people who are going to attend. Right. And now if he's going to challenge in every venue, I'm afraid for music in Georgia. Yeah, because that means that the, the Atlanta Stadium that's out. Yeah, that's potentially out. Mercedes Benz. So, yeah. Like people who want to attend a stadium or want to do a stadium tour, Atlanta might get cut if he's going to challenge that rule. Yeah, people may skip it. Yeah, people might skip Atlanta, yeah. and now you're depriving everyone of music in the state of Georgia. Right. Like, be careful what you wish for, because mm-hmm. it might not be what you want. And I'm curious, would it just apply to to concerts? Right. NFL Sporting games events? too. Right. And I, I, t- I told somebody one time, you understand the people you're dealing with these music festivals, right? It's cool at the beginning. At 7 p.m. Alcohol gets flowing. Alcohol is deep, deep. We deep in alcohol. <laughs> we way, we we all, we off of it. <laughs> and we may be off something else. You know what I'm saying? So now I got to trust somebody who's inebriated, inebriated, incoherent. And I don't know how you are when you drunk. Some people get angry. Right. And all that. So now... May, and, and maybe you you get into the the mosh pit, and now safety. What we in a mosh pit? We jumping around. Your gun go off. Like there are a lot of stuff. There's so many variables. We we were at Astro. We watched everything. Pretty much went wrong that night. Everything. And we thought I thought they did a pretty good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, I left <laughs> thinking shit was sweet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Can't wait for day two. So I I, I think I understand, I understand his point. Mm-hmm. I do get it. Yes. You want you want to retain your rights? Sure. Understand that not everyone is comfortable with firearms. Right. It's just the truth. That's true. It's just the truth. And definitely businesses aren't. Right. They want to keep that shit away from them as far as as far as possible. Right. So just understand what that could mean for for your state. And also, I like like people understand concerts and music venues and even sporting events are actually one of the best. It's not like a movie theater. Yeah. It's not like a church. It's not like a mall where you can, where you could just go in. No one's like or even a hotel, right? You go into these places, they check you. They checking. They check you. They they you know what I'm saying? They, now it's the difference between sneaking. You can't sneak in a gun. I'm trying to promise you won't be able to sneak in a gun. No. Can you sneak in uh, par- uh drug paraphernalia? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah. I've been very impressed with some of the ways that I've seen people sneak stuff in. Very impressed. Um but uh but do I so to me, if I, I I like the fact that if we all it's like it's like going into a club. Yeah. So I like the fact that I'm getting grabbed 
all over the damn place. No. No. But if it may, if as long as we're all getting touched all over the damn place, I'm fine. We cool. We cool. We cool. Really, people forget most club shootings happen outside, outside the, club. the club. Yep. Not inside it, right? So if every if we all out, if we all of us are 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 can't don't have a gun on us, then what you afraid of? Right, because now, now you, now if you get to argue, you got to fight somebody. Right, you scared to duke it out. Man, right, that's you, show you, you, you got, you got hands, bro. Yeah, that's your problem. You yeah, know what you saying? got hands because I know you don't. Right, that's your problem. Right, you, you, you shouldn't shoot somebody because you ain't got no hands, bro. Right. Um. So you know, he, uh, I'm curious to see because he, we want to know. He want to know. He got one canceled, so I'm definitely curious to see. Um, because there are there are multiple festivals in Atlanta. That's one coming up. My sister's going to relatively soon called the One Fest. Um, so I am curious to see. Uh, I think they got the Lovers and Friends Fest that yeah. takes place down there. So I'm, I'm definitely curious to see. Uh, exactly. Again, like how it I, plays I, I, I across hope, the board for yeah. all for all for all of Georgia. All like, of Georgia. Th- this is going to affect Georgia. Yeah. Um, said if if we are guys are skipping Atlanta, what were you fighting for? Yeah. Because now I'm you're. Talking about, I'm talking. About, I'm just saying in general, like, like oh, sporting yeah. events, everything. Like yeah, true. If it's a venue, you can just let people in. Mm. Yeah, if I'm the NFL, I'm like. Right. Uh, we don't have to move. We don't have to move a team, y'all. Yeah. We have to move a team. Why? Because we're not having this. Yeah. Hell nah. <laughs> so I, I hope. I hope he understands what he's what the can of worms he's about to open. Yeah. Because this this could af- adversely affect your state. Yeah. Like sports, sports. Those venues they do make a lot of money. Yeah. Or you know what's gonna happen? Some slimy bastard gonna be like, oh, you know, you know what? Where he may get in trouble is when he starts like. Like the Arthur Blanks of the world, like, hey, fam, chill. Yeah. Like he may tell the government, hey, fix hey, this shit. <laughs> not happening, not happening. You know what I mean? The, yeah. the person who owns the Atlanta Falcons, I mean, Atlanta um, Brave Stadium or uh, no, 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 the Hawks, uh, the Hawks, right? Cause that, I think they probably get more. They get more tours than anybody. Yeah. They're gonna be like, eh. but you know, somebody gonna do some some rich person gonna be like, okay, so if it's probably government related, funded, probably can't play there. But you can't tell me that if I build a private Honestly, place, that now you can't doesn't work. So somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, I was thinking that. I think bet. that that is going to speed up the the adoption of just billionaires being like, "Yeah, I'm building my own stadium. Fuck you. You can't tell me what to do." Yeah, like I think that would speed if 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 he gets his way, mm-hmm. that speeds that up that process. It's like I'm building it myself. Don't worry about any type of taxpayers' dollars, nothing like that. It's mine. My rules. Fuck, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, st- sticking with uh, festivals, uh, Bryce finally watched the Woodstock yeah. documentary on uh, Netflix. Netflix. You know what makes me mad? I hate, this is how I know I'm good at just content in general and just having an eye for shit. I became fascinated with this like three years ago. Woodstock 99. Mm-hmm. Okay. I I forgot how I heard about it. I think I was on. I think I was just. I heard. I think about I was on it. YouTube. No, I was. I was. I think I was just Google. You know what? You know, I, I, I heard. It, I heard about it through Watch Mojo. Okay. Of the YouTube channel. Okay. They were okay. talking about you know festivals that kind of went awry. Yeah. And I think that was like one of the top ones was the Woodstock '99 yeah. one. I, I didn't think, go into detail, but that's how I heard about it. Yeah, I think I was just looking up festivals like in the United States and period, and then I saw that one, and. uh 
think this is right before I went to my first festival, and I was like, oh shit. And I, 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 it was somebody actually had a YouTube, not a YouTube, but a Spotify podcast dedicated mm-hmm. to it. I didn't listen to it, all of it, but they had a Spotify one dedicated to it. So ever since then, I was already, I was like, this would be good, like, exploring. So they were, I was like, fuck. Um, what were the takeaways from it? Um, you know what? Yeah, so, so my, 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 my first overall takeaway of the whole thing was just how much of a shit show things, like how quickly it just kind of snowballed. Mm-hmm. Cause it started, it started out with good intentions. Yeah. And quickly as the, I think it last a week, right? It was a weekend. It was like a weekend. Yeah. yeah. As the weekend goes on, it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And I don't know what they could have done to mitigate any of it. A couple things. Really? You think so? A lot of things, actually. It's their fault. Yeah, it's true. Um, So, when I saw this festival, I looked at it from the eyes of our experience at Astroworld. Okay. And I think the stark difference to me, and again, when once the Astroworld, once the court stuff starts actually happening, we'll, it'll start coming out more. But we saw it with Firefest, you know, the technical shouldn't it wasn't really a festival, but no. like we saw it with Firefest and you, you saw what happens in that, and what a sign out is. When a festival gets put on to make money, right? Yes. And that's its goal, right? It's to make money. Okay, yes. cool. When you when that's the goal, that means in order to make money, you need to come out ahead. That's true. So that means to come out what to come ahead, what, what does that mean? That means yeah, you I gotta, gotta I gotta cut costs. Gotta cut costs. Yeah. When you start cutting costs. Shit like that gonna happen. When you start cutting costs with, with food, you start cutting costs with living conditions, we start cutting costs with just the facility. Like true. they 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 were screwed based on the facility they picked. That's true. Fam, you picked a former military base? Huh? Yeah. Is how you I you ever walked on hot ass asphalt? Oh yeah. Hot as a I, I tell people all the time. I, when I went to I went to visit Ole Miss as an eighth grader. Obama was coming to speak like a, pro- a couple of days later, right? We were down there to meet the uh, Michael Orr, the guy yep. behind the Blind Side, big motherfucker. Jesus Christ! Things still to this day the biggest hand I ever shook in my life. <laughs> uh, I had some chucks on. Probably one of the last time I actually wore chucks, and it was so hot. And it, I think they had it was freshly new too. It was new, new asphalt, new asphalt, paint, whatever. My shit melted to the thing. Damn. And, and, but I didn't at the time, but we was in the middle of like, um, we was in the middle of, uh, during our tour or whatever. Yeah. So I couldn't really like, Hey, get me home. You know what I mean? It was so hot. So I can imagine motherfuckers walking barefoot. Yeah. Walking with flip flops and all that kind of stuff. Beat up sneakers. Like to me. So you, so you pick the wrong facility. You hire out. It's one thing to have vendors, right? Every, every festival has vendors. Yes. But. When you start letting them, con- when that's your primary food, and you start letting them control prices and shit like that, now we got a problem. Mm. Now we got a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like you okay, should yeah. have some control over, like, in fact, you sh- you should you- it should be vin- you should it should be a privilege for them to like you should pitch a tenant like yo it's you should want to be here. Right. It's right, a right, good right. look for you if you're here. You know what I'm saying? This is this is the place to be this summer. This is where all the kids gonna be at. True. Right? You, you you should pitch it like that. That way you ain't got to worry about getting, you know, fucked in the ass about, right. you know, having them control water prices and food prices. You ain't got to worry about no food shortage, none of that stuff. Like, all right, you got to have this. You got to meet all these requirements, all that kind of stuff. So you cut through with that. You cut with the plumbing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you cut with, like, 
remember they read the, remember they read the report about they, they tested the water. Yeah, and it was like disgusting. It was. And and also, I've never been a fan of festivals where you you know where you have to sleep there, the camp festivals. Yeah, I've, I've never been. I've, no, I've never. The Coachella's like that. Glastonbury's like that. Yeah. But they've never had any issues. I don't know how they they just been lucky. Glastonbury's like that. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot of festivals like that where it's just kind of a free for all. Yeah. Um, I don't like that either. Oh yeah, I'm, I've never been down for that. Yeah. Um, so to me, they cut a lot of corners. There's a lot of stuff they definitely could have prevented. Yeah, that's true. Security was at a minimal. Like, if you're, I didn't realize how many people was there. Yeah, it was 200 plus, like yeah, a thousand. Yeah, we was tripping off 60,000. How many people were actually, I don't know how many people were actually there, but like 60 plus thousand people at Astro World. Fam, do you, bro, did you see the, the they showed the performance from Corn? Yes, that bro, crowd bro, was look, 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 I wish yes. I was kind of there. I watched it on my own. Like I, I went on YouTube, and watched the performance. Dude, it looked lit. It did. Uh, I was like, damn, that shit looked kind of cool. But yeah, um, there was a sea of people. Yeah, like that. Seas looked... of people. And then you get to the lineup, right? And I thought about this, right? Because again, I tell people all the time, my music knowledge is deep. It's vast. Nineteen ninety nine. Woodstock. When I think of we, we think of Woodstock from the sixties. Also, people forget that was a Woodstock ninety four. Yeah. Um. That when you're promoting peace and love, right? There should be, I think the best thing that ever happened to music festival. I don't know all of a place, but the best thing happened to music festival. In fact, they became types. Yes, it became types. Right, it you, still wasn't types then. That's true. And we had a music festival like like uh, a lot of like not a lot of people, but like Woodstock. You should have artists that kind of fit that mold. Yeah. No disrespect to Corn, Limp Biscuit, hell, even DMX. Ice, they shouldn't have been there to me. No. In 1999, I'll t- I'm actually made a list. I wish I could top of my head. And most of these, you know, who should have been, and a lot of these people were there, but they should have to me been a headline. I don't mind Bush being there, Sheryl Crow being there. Yes. Jewel being there. Yes. Yeah. Dave Matthews band. Yep. Yes. Like Creed. Yes. yes. Like there are a bunch of bands. Matchbox 20. Yes. Like there are a bunch of bands. Well, yeah, because Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. yeah, like it's a bunch of fucking we, bands we, that you could have had. Rappers, you could have yeah. had fucking Black Star could have been there. Yes. Wyclef John could have been there. Lauren Hill could have been yep. there. D'Angelo could have been there. Nas ass could have been there. You there brought, are plenty of peace and love motherfuckers. They brought. De La Soul. It was way too diverse. It was too many groups that don't mix well with each other. Not even that. They it didn't belong. That music did not belong at. And now, don't get twisted. I don't think any of these people. I don't even think Red Hot Chili Pepper should have been there. Really? Some of the antics they have. You, you ought to know the type of band you're bringing in. True. Are these the kind of guys that's going to be kumbaya? Okay, I, I, guess the, I guess the question would be, what what was their true... Did they have a theme? Or was it just, let's no, just no. get the... Let's just I, get, no, you said they read it. Get the biggest bands in the world. Yeah. I was like, we, we trying to sell tickets. The biggest bands in the world are these new metal guys. Yeah. Um, let's just... I'm in a festival, right? And I think you there were I, there were big bands other than these bands in 1999. Yeah, a lot of them. In fact, in 1999, no disrespect to Corn and Limp Biscuit, still from a sales standpoint, they were still getting their ass kicked by Creed. Yeah, by Matchbox Twenty, by um, Dave Matthews Band. Like they like these band named you are up here. They not struggling. True. You know what I mean? Like they they up here. These other new bands, they they like kind of right here. You know what I'm saying? They wish they were selling these stuff, bro. You could have 
chosen a better. I could have picked a better lineup. That's true. And they were told that. Remember the, the young yeah. guy? Yeah. Like my, there were plenty of, like th- things could have happened. Yeah. And again, we don't know yet about Astro World about what, like, like we don't know if security budget was slashed. We don't know if we don't know what was happening. But I, you know what I do know? I do know that the issues at Astro World pretty much came from a single incident. Yeah. It came from a crowd surge. Yeah. Which actually is very common. Very common. Every festival I get to, people move forward. Yeah. Every festival I go into. It's just this one just happened to go south. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it had nothing to do with yeah, I, food I, 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 and people I, being angry. Like yeah. I said, we left. Like There were plenty of people. I'm walking by and we're all like, that was a great show. Yeah. We, we felt that we got our money's worth. Yes. That night. Yes. In the case of Woodstock, Firefest, and festivals like it, people do feel kind of ripped off. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was promised one thing, I get here, and it's not even close to that. Yeah. I did, I forgot about the rides, bro. And, and uh, I, I was actually a happy. I said, I was like, oh, they got rides here. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Like it's I was, cool. I was like, damn. Like, and plus, anybody who goes to a festival knows about. Now again, it, I know 1999 is different from 2022 as far as how we approach festivals. Yes, everybody is, is a seasoned veteran now. You know the food's gonna be up there, money wise. Yep. You know the drinks are gonna, gonna be up there, yep. money wise. So it doesn't catch you off guard. No. So I can see how it catches kids off guard in '99. That's when they're that, not that, used to. That's it. true because even then, I think the only ones that were still popular were like a Burning Man in that time frame. What do you mean? Like in terms of like the festivals where people would be seasoned vets at mm. the Coachellas and the Burning Mans, I think. Ninety nine. Ninety nine, I believe. No, Coachella wasn't. Is uh, that not a thing so yet? Ninety nine. The big ones are. Well, what's the, what's that? Wasn't even an annual thing. It was like every five. Right. It's, but like like Lollapalooza. Right. But that's not uh, that's not one that's like a Coachella where you're staying over. Lollapalooza, you you go come back. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you mean. Like yeah. like, like you're staying on ground. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there aren't a lot of those, right. so you're not you're not prepared for it. Yeah. Um. So I actually, see, I I could see how people and can the get caught off. Side of it too, I think it throw you off if you're being, if especially if you're comparing it to because I think there is a a lure and a mythos of the original Woodstock. Yes. So if you're if, when you're, um, when you're a, a kid and you hear about the you hear about Jimi Hendrix and the Beatles the, the, and the Beatles weren't there. Who was it? Was a bunch. Yeah, but uh, I, thought, I thought the Beatles were there. Hell no. Oh, <laughs> well, I thought that <laughs> they stopped. Remember, they stopped performing live after uh, they start. They just did strictly albums. That's right. Yeah, they said the hell with all that. We good. We the Beatles. We don't yeah. even <laughs> now, Woodstock had um, like I said, yeah, yeah, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, I'm trying to think who the big ones are. I think the Grateful Dead were there. I think Jefferson Airplane was there. Uh, Crosby, Still and Nash was there. Uh, that's a lot of people there. Um, let me see. So they had. I'm trying to think who the dude that sang uh, one song. He sang the Beatles cover. Joan Baez was there. Uh, let's see. Santana was there. Mountain was there. Grateful Dead was there. Creed and Clarence Roberts Revival was there. Janet Joplin was there. Sly and the Family Stone was there. Yeah. The Who was there. Jefferson Airplane was there. Joe Crocker was there. He played the. The to me, the best version of with a little help from my friends. Yeah. No disrespect to Ringo Starr, but 
he killed you, bro. Sorry. That's his song now. Um, the band was there. Uh, Crosby Stills, Nash Young was there. Like I said, Jimi Hendrix there. Remember he did the, uh, yep, the national anthem. National anthem. Uh, the Beatles actually were said the Beatles were in talks to be there. I didn't know that. Okay. But only under the condition that the plastic Ono band would be able to play. Um, but what's like say no. Mm. Uh, yeah, but even, wow, even damn, what, what nigga? I would have threw their ass up there. I would have done Ooh, that too. Cool. I would have threw one of these other mother, but it hit anyway. They were good. Yeah. But I think, um, but even then you, you look at the aftermath of Woodstock and even the then doors turned it down too. Apparently I regretted it. Oh I, yeah, you should. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but even when you look at the aftermath of the original Woodstock, you could tell that this was, that took legwork mm-hmm. to even get finished. Like that was, that was a tough thing to pull off. And you got to understand what. The moment I think, and I can accuse Travis Scott of this, and I'm accused the same thing in Woodstock '99 of this. You have to know the state of just things in general, right? I think the documentary did a good job of just telling you kind of where the world was at that time. Teens, oh, okay, because that's who you were wanting. True, you were wanting young people. So what, what, what were young people gravitated toward? New metal. American Pie type of movies. Yeah. Very immature type of things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Woodstock 90... What, where's the Woodstock? What were they doing? The hippies, the peace and love Peace people. and love. Very anti-Vietnam. Yep. Civil rights movement. You're talking about a different group of kids at that time. A different group of t- young people. What they were... Yeah. They, were they were just different. Yeah, right? I would say... Because I, I would say the, the, mat, the lowest stage was probably 18. Highest, 25 at the original Woodstock. Maybe maybe thirty. They were young. I saw some young people there. It was kind of like everybody. I saw babies there. Um, it was just different though. Yeah. It was different. Like it was, you knew no craziness was gonna happen. There was yeah. no even you'd even th- thought of that, right? At this one, you had to know, right? You had to. You had to it's feel very, it a little. And I, I think Woodstock, or you should have. You should I, have. I, I do think Woodstock was more of a happy accident in terms of the crowd that they got. They they they, they did market it that way, but mm. also it did bring in just a wide group of people who were all just kind of vibing yeah. and chilling. Yeah. You were, in Woodstock 99 case, you're directly targeting mm-hmm. the youth yeah. of the 90s. Mm-hmm. And we know the 90s, 90s was weird and wild. Yeah. You had to know that. Yeah. So, you got all of that happening. And so, and you go back to Astroworld, one thing I would accuse Travis Scott of in his, is not knowing his fan base. Okay, that's fair. Your fan base are a bunch of they rowdy, entitled, rowdy, hype beast kids. Yeah, definitely. Right, they care about your merch, and not because it's cool, because they can make money off of it. Yep. I hate to say that, and, and no, his shit cool. His shit definitely cool. He yeah. definitely got the, him coolest merch in the game. Um, but people try to flip it. Yeah, people try to flip it. Like it's it's not pure, right? And your music, they like. Getting rowdy too. Yes, they're not just your crowd. Ain't just gonna sit there and just be like chilling. Just chill. Like you know, like there was a stark contrast between what the crowd was like when SZA performed and what and when you performed. Is you gotta know? All right, like my crowds tend to get a lot rowdier. I myself get rowdy on stage. I yeah. you know what I mean. I, you gotta know yourself too. Like I, like. So to me, if anything, you can accuse Travis Scott of and his team is not doing a good job of just knowing 
True. Like I still think it's crazy. I still I still don't like the way I, I saw I saw the lines for because remember he, he made a lot of money off his merch in That's England. That's true. Um, uh, at the O2 Arena, that's in England. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was England. Yeah, I still don't like the way they handle merch. I still no. believe his merch specifically, him and Kanye West, you guys specifically need to have a system in place for merch. I don't care if it's pre-orders. I agree. Like you order it already ahead of time, and when you get and you there, get up there. What's your name? Here, what's yeah. your name? Like, ain't ain't no you buy it ahead of time. Ain't no get there and buy it. Ain't none of that. Yeah, you buy it ahead of time. You come up. This is how much it costs, or you, or if you Travis Scott, you just attach it to the ticket. Facts. Attach it to the ticket. Well, they did with the VIP. They did with the VIP, right? Except you know what I mean. You just attach it to the ticket, and I, and I mean all the merch, not all right. the artist merch is going to be up there. You attach it to the ticket. You can buy, and you put a limit too. All right, you can buy this amount, but you got to buy the festival ticket. You got right. to, and maybe you maybe tell fans. In fact, this is what you do. Maybe you tell fans you only can buy this amount of this particular thing. Right. 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 Um, and, uh, and then one, and then, and then maybe if we have anything that's left over, anything that's left over, we either do one or two things. We either release it at the festival on the last day or release it to the, the public. The, the once the weekend, the festival is over because you can't have that. Yeah. It's, it's, you it's, can't it's, have it's, that there at your festival. I, I agree that his merch chaotic. Yeah. Extremely chaotic energy at the merch stand. You know, there are people. This is how I know he has a problem with the merch. Let me get back to your point. You know, there were people who missed the festival just because they were in line. Yes. People who were just in line for the merch did not give a flying fuck about what was going on. I saw, I heard a dude who, like, I think I saw either a dude said it on Twitter or he said it in an interview. I forgot, but he said, yeah, yeah, I've been out here since like two in the morning. That's two in the morning, but like two and a half. I'm like, fam. So you just missed the last nine hours of this shit? You came just to get this? Like, that lets you know, okay, maybe it's a little bit deeper for some of these people. Yeah. Um, let's go back. Go back to but I, was, I remember at, at the front gate at his spot at Astroworld, chaotic energy at that front. Yeah. Um, At that front merch stand. Mm-hmm. I remember I was talking to y'all. I was like, yo, the VIP area, they got the own merch stand. Chill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chill. Yeah. Shit, we know them what we know now. We would have had to just go over and facts. Yeah. I would I would have just been back there and bought all the merch. Yeah, just yeah. Cash at me or whatever. Yeah. But it, you could tell the difference in in energy. Yes. Because I also know the VIP people are aging up. Oh yeah. Like so, it's people who could spend some money. It was just chilling. They actually were coming basically to see the concert. Um. But you could tell, like, there's a different energy between certain groups, and one group was definitely you needed you needed more you need more security for that group, right? Or at least somebody be like, hey, yo, y'all need to like calm down a little mm-hmm. bit, chill. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna miss nothing. You back you far the fuck back anyway. You're not gonna see much. You're not up front, so just calm down. You're gonna you're gonna get a show, and I think that he doesn't have that he he doesn't have that energy to to to, to let people know you're going to get a show wherever you at. Mm-hmm. You hear, you get in the show. People are he's got a he's got a cult of personality about him, good or bad, that people really do want to be get up close. They want that energy. It's like, but it's my show. You're gonna get that anyway. Yeah. Wherever you're at. And I think he he doesn't realize that he has that power over his fan base. Where it's like, yo, if you at my if you're at my event, you get in the show. Mm-hmm. Michael, Mike, Prince, they understood that. Yeah. 
You don't need to go all crazy. If you're at my event, you go and get a show wherever you at. Right. I think that's what he has to evolve into now. It's like you you're at that pop star, superstar, rock star level. Mm-hmm. You have to have that energy of like don't 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 you don't need to be super energetic just because I'm here. You came to see a show, I'm going to give that to you. No matter where you're at. Right. Now in Woodstock's case, they were trying to put on a spectacle. And it was a spectacle yeah. just for all the wrong reasons. The writing at the end was insane. Um Still, just breaking over the ATMs, yeah. lighting shit on fire, knocking down a sound tower, the fire blowing up those propane things on those. That yeah. was crazy. That could have got real bad. That that I'm surprised after watching that documentary. I'm surprised more people didn't die. Yeah, and then obviously you hear about some of the other stuff that took place, rapes and stuff yeah. like that. Um, it kind of devolved into like, like I think they said Lord of the Flies. Yes, a hundred percent. Um, um, and and that 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 that. That goes to show again on the corporate side, you didn't prepare to to actually put on a good event, in my opinion. Oh no, you just want to make money. You wanted to make money. You were, you were trying to make a spectacle and not actually say, "This is for the music, y'all." You're here because you want to see these artists and have fun with these artists. They they just didn't do a good job on that part. Yeah, um, I, yeah, it just it, just yeah, it could have. The Wizard Island definitely to me could have been prevented. This one, I think there were aspects that could have been prevented, but I'm not sure how yeah. much. We got to find out how much could have been done behind the scenes to curtail what eventually happened. Yeah. Um. Last last talk about the day. Keep it in the music thing. Um. So Tory Lanez came out and made a statement about the current the current state of music. Right. Yes. We always get someone's current state about. The music industry, it's never new. It's never original. Um, again, as a, as someone who's a historian when it comes to music in general, this statement has been made in every fucking generation. Genera- nigga, damn near every year. Yeah, you can damn near go back. You can find somebody who goes, man, I don't like the state of music. I Bryce, I'm not bullshitting you. Go to the '80s, find go to it. the '90s. People that people that set people. In the 60s, then like the rock and roll and yep. the, the loose aspect of it. People in the 70s, like disco, this ain't real music. Yep. What is this? People in the 80s, this hair metal shit, this hip hop stuff, that ain't music. The synthesizer, that's not, that's technology. What is this? In the 90s, again, hip hop sampling, that ain't, that's not original. Yep. What is this grunge? What's the feel it? You know, new metal, what that's nasty. I get pop music in the 2000s. Yep. Like, I can go down the line, bro. The early 2010 dubstep, bro step era, like the mumble rap era. Yep. Get I can I can give it to you. Yep. Every era, I can tell you that somebody hated it. Yep. So this Tory Lanez came out. And let me, I he, see, he said it was lame, didn't he? Or something I'm, like I'm, that. I want to get his exact comments because I don't want to misquote anybody. You know, I'm a man of you know, yeah. journalism man. Uh got some integrity. Yeah. I typed in Tory Lane's comments and he typed brought up Megan Thee Stallion. Who dope album, by the way. Before we get started, really? Megan Stallion went to the album, top to bottom. She's back. That's all I can say. She killed it. Ripped through it. Easy, too. I was 11 songs in. Easy. Really? Easy. I was in. And the funny, all the songs that she released, I'm still trying to find this um, quote. All the songs that she released as singles were at the end of the album. Really? So I was 11 songs deep off just. And you didn't get to the singles yet? Yeah. yeah. I was like, uh. 
Okay, here we are. Uh, la la la. Let me see. I got a quote right here. I got it. Tory Lane said the state of music 22 is mid. Are you took to social media? He talked about social media share thoughts on some of the projects released in 2022, saying, for the first time in a long time, it's funny, Harold, but it's always the first time in forever. Yeah. Even though somebody said that the prior year, everything in music is mid right now. Like, like I truly haven't heard a project that has moved me in the last eight to nine months. 2022, what is going on with you, my boy? Uh, and then he put, uh, he continued, like, don't get it twisted. We getting by off what out, what's out now. And you might have some heaters on every album here and there, but I kind of miss that cushion OJ so far gone mixtape era when the body of work was more important than a hit song. Um, uh, he went on to share the albums of 2022. I did like though was Kendrick's breezy Dirk, NBA and few more that I probably can't remember, but I can't really think of a 22 version of like a reasonable doubt or the chronic or college dropout. His, uh, he says his album's 80% loaded. Um, blah, blah, blah. And that is it. That's it. Hmm. At the end, uh, Kamayo is another rapper who I like. She responded to it. She was like, stop saying people aren't making timeless music, good music anymore. Y'all aren't, aren't even trying to discover fire shit. Just listen to what the media is pumping in front of you. The nigga, F, she said, nigga Vince Staples, who had a good product this year. Yes. I gotta, I, I've been playing this song when Sparks Fly, like this song. Had one of the hardest projects this year, and that needs to be acknowledged. What's your take? Okay, my first question is, what is your take on the music that's been released in 2022? Do you um, think it's mid? No, I think we've been pretty, I think we've had a pretty good year. I think there's still things that people are anticipating in 2022. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's mid. I, th I definitely think there have been projects that have been just okay. Yes, but I don't think I don't think the whole year of music has been mid. That that's a broad that's a broad brush to play, to paint. So when I read his thing, I took it from two things. Okay. He's when he says mid, I believe he meant the big artists. Okay. And I say that for a reason. Of uh, the big dogs, who's hit this year? Like who's hit? Mm. Adele missed. Yeah. Drake missed. Uh, even Kendrick wasn't well received like that. Like, True. like his previous ones were like slam dunks. True. Post Malone missed. The Weeknd, remember with the Don yeah. of missed. Um, who else? Is, who else? Is, even last year a little bit. We can kind of leak over the last year into this year. Um, Migos missed. Yeah, definitely. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of other other big dogs. Uh, who else? Roddy Rich came out. He's not a big dog, but he missed. True. Um, Corday, he missed. Like, who? I'm trying to think who else, who else. And for me personally, there's really not been too many projects, me, that I've, like, really liked. Like, the only projects to me that I've liked, like, that I've kept songs off from is Vince Stables Project. Okay. Pusha T's Project. Uh, I... Some song I like Kend I like Kendrick Project. Yeah, I do. In did. fact, this is the first Kendrick Pro project I liked off rip initially. The rest of the ones it took me a while. Yeah. I like the girls. I just told you about Meg's yeah. album. I like Lotto's album. Um, but I think he's because every year music is defined by the big dogs. That's true. Look at the albums he mentioned. Chronic, 
Dr. Dre. Right. Reasonable Doubt, Jay-Z. Yeah. So Far Gone, Drake. Cushion OJ, Wiz. Like, you talking about dudes who, like, like, you know, I know Wiz ain't really belonging in that system, but he was on fire. That's true. He, no, he like, was. He, he was a big dog for a little minute. He like, was. He, was a, he was one of the guys. So I think he's talking about the big guys. Like, because those okay. are the projects that we wait for. The projects we stay up till midnight, the ones that we discuss. Like, because no, no disrespect, but no one's having a legitimate conversation about Vince's album. It should be, and that's a problem. He should definitely be a bigger artist. Denzel Curry's the same way. There are guys out there who should be bigger artists, but the, for some reason or not, they're just not right now. So the music, the conversation gets about the big dogs. That's true. And and if their projects flop, it looks like the year old cross the board suck because it's like no one moved the needle like they normally do. Even Beyonce to me ain't moved the needle. No. Bad Bunny to me moved it. I like his project. Yeah, his was good. His yeah. was good. Um, I, I can see where you're coming from. I get I, that. I get that. But also... For me, music isn't defined by the big dogs for me. Okay. Um, I'm always searching for new artists. For sure. So whether it's new, big, old, new, whatever, mm-hmm. I'm discovering it for the first time and I like it, I just like it. Right. Um, now, in terms of the financials, I do agree that maybe this is a little bit concerning that in 2022, media as a whole, I think, has been just okay. Movies, music. TV shows, they've all just been kind of mm, in 2022. I watched Uncharted, by the way. Uncharted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, but it wasn't received. Yeah. It was exactly what I wanted it. Action, 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 action. Double cross, action, action, action. Maybe double cross? I don't know. Action, 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 action. You know what I'm saying? Bro, it was action, action, action. I don't know why. That's exactly what I want. Exactly what I want. People weren't yeah, fucking yeah, with they it. Fucking with. The beginning was weird. I don't know if I had. A, I don't know if they got a weird like, like edit it. I don't know what uh-huh. the hell. I think they it, the edit's off in the beginning. I I don't know. That can't be the one that went to theaters. Right. But other than that, I liked it. But continue with your. Yeah, but I I, I do think that in ter- like multimedia as a whole has been mid twenty twenty two. Yeah. I think people are being a little bit more discerning about their habits, and if it just doesn't speak to them, it doesn't speak to them. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't know when that will change. Because I'm hoping 2023 is better for medias in general. It's just bigger spectacle things, things that make us go go out and get it. Um, but 2022 hasn't been that year. I think the problem is, is like people have such fond memories of... Because you got to understand, 20, or so 2020 we had the pandemic. Yeah. 2021 we were just coming out of the pandemic. So 2022 is kind of the first official year where we feel like, you know, we got monkeypox and technically the pandemic is technically still going on. Yeah. It, it feels like something from the past. That's it true. feel like it's fresh. So I guess people were kind of like, this is the year we're going to be like, all right, 2022 the year. Remember, people, people were, were comparing this year to maybe 2016, right? Really? People forget, and people love 2016 for the year. I, I do too. Because you, you got the 2015 projects that leaked over in 2016. So we got, you know... Anti and Life of Pablo leaked over, yep. and it also we views got dropped that yep. year. Um, Blonde, you yep. know what I'm saying? Like we got a lot of heat. You know what I'm saying? A seat at the table by Solange, um, Lemonade yep. by Beyonce. A lot of the big singles from that year were crazy. Remember Bad and Bougie yep. came out that year. Like people just got really good memories. Um, I think Mask Off may have been that year too. I, I think so. Uh, I could be wrong, but like it was just people got just great, just great coloring book. I think either that 2015 or 16 are leaked over. Um, Let me see right now because I got the list up right now. 
as far as who dropped that yeah yeah Young dropped the project called I'm Up I like that project it was a mixtape I, I like that project uh, Future dropped Eve all that year um, Kanye West dropped so Kanye West did drop Life of Pablo in 2015 2016 so Kanye West dropped Life of Pablo in yep. 2016 I think it dropped in 2015 uh, yeah, so Future dropped Eve all. I believe that's the one that had Low Life on it um, let me see. Yeah, you got to drop the art of the hustle, aka the album that had down in the DM yep. on it. Uh, let me see who else dropped the year. Two Dreams dropped Collie Grove. With, that's the one with him. Yeah, and, ain't that with him and Wayne? I don't know. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know he's by himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's between him and Wayne. Okay. Yeah. It was just a lot of Kendra dropped Untitled, the Untitled and the yep. Master that year. Uh, let me see who else. Who else had Big Sean and Gene? They dropped Twenty Eight Eight that year. Uh, that was another good project. People just got really fond memories of Twenty Sixteen, and people were comparing. So the singles that year: Panda, One Dance, Black Beatles, My House, Broccoli, Juju on the Beat, Summer Sixteen, Me Myself and I, Deja Vu, Fake Love. Um, Caroline, okay. Neighbors, Down in the DM, Too Good, Used to This, White Iverson, Sucker for Pain, Control Out, Pop Style, Antidote, Two Phones, Low Life, uh, Ooh, Young Mind. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Say It by Tory Lanez, Bad and Bougie, Do You Mind, My Boo, All the Way Up, Remix, Sneaking. I like that song, Drake, by Drake and uh, 21 Savage. I Got the Keys, Bounce Back. Uh, let me see what else came back. Famous Kanye West, cut it, cut it. That came yeah. out there. No shopping. Uh, no role models. Wait, that was still um, that was still charting. Really? Twenty sixteen. God damn. Uh, either that or he must have released it. Uh, he yeah. Wow, that that song was still re- that song still lingered. God damn. Um, father stretch my hands. Uh, that part. Yep, remember that. Yep. Yeah, like we just got a lot of good. Pro- I got a lot of good projects that year. So I think people were kind of. I was hearing this. People were kind of comparing that to that year, and twenty two two to me. Yeah, all like I said, outside of the guys I just named, none of the pro- none of the big dogs. They all disappointed me. Okay. I was expecting Adele to take me higher. She didn't. She took me lower. You know what I'm saying? Drake said honestly, never mind, and so did I. You know, yeah. Like again, I told you, uh, everybody just. I, I'm not, I'm not mad at the take. It's not an original take. It's yeah. not a new take, and it's a take that gets said every fucking year. Yeah. Every year, that's somebody who goes out and thinks they're saying something. Yeah. Like and like, let me get nigga. You gonna be the one to change it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I I think I think the problem though is that. Maybe anticipation is what's hurting us. Maybe. I think we were expecting something in 2022, but in reality, we're trying to recover from 2021. There's a healing process. We haven't gotten to the hype process yet. We're still in the healing process from 2020 and 2021. Mm-hmm. Like, people are still dealing with shit in 2022. As we're heading into a recession, now we're already in it. Right. So I think what people are wanting versus what the reality of the situation is, is different. Yeah. We, we, we remember 2016 fondly. We were also in a different time in 2016. Yeah, pre-Trump. Pre-Trump, world was different. 
we were hopeful. Things changed. Yeah. And I know you want 2016, but that's gone. Gone. Dead and gone. The vibe's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was fun back in 2016. Yeah. Not so fun right now. 17 was lit too, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, I think 2016 all the way up to 2018, 2019. Some of the best years of music for me. In fact, I want to confirm if this other project, or this one, yeah, uh, Birds and Night seen, uh, Birds and the, Birds and the Trap seen Brian May Night came out twenty sixteen too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that Goosebumps came out there and pick up the phone. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I also want to see if uh, if this one album came out that year, or it came out the prior year. I came with the prior year. Prior year. So the following year to me was still good, 2017. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, Butterfly f- f- Effect, uh, Pretty Girls Like Trap Music came out the year, yep. a.k.a. The, uh, had my, my my song, It's a Vibe on there. Mm-hmm. Some people like the 4 a.m. song and the Good Drink song. But, like, it was a lot of good projects that came out that year as well. So I think people just have a fond memory of a time. And sometimes when you're, like you said, it's expectations and it's, it's like, it's, it's, you know what it's like? It's like, we, you know what we were this year? We were those fans at Kemp Flognaw. Yes. We were expecting Blanc. We were expecting Frank Ocean, despite the overwhelming evidence that he was, he was not, not going, going to be there. there. There was overwhelming <laughs> evidence that Adele was happy. Yeah. You think we were going to get a good album? She fucking around with Rich, Rich, Paul. Rich Paul. Lost weight. Got, yeah. out, got out of a... We're not getting a good album. No. Drake, we, we just heard... Certified Lover Boy. Well, we Who do you expect? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 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 like it, niggas it, ain't something it, like. Even some... when Damn came out, that album, it was a different time. Yeah. Jack Harlow flopped this year too. I forgot about him. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was an okay album. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. So I just I think that we get our we got ourselves up into a frenzy thinking oh they gotta do something and it's like it's easy and it's like uh, so damn. Damn, we would have kept flogging our people this year, huh? Yeah. Fuck. Never thought I'd be them. Yeah, me neither. Shit. I'm still going to shit on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm better than you yeah, still. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's all we have for you guys today, man. You can follow me on Instagram at BriceFH on podcast. You can follow me on Facebook at Bryce Oda. Bryce, go ahead and tell them. Follow me on Twitter and Bruce Leroy. And remember, if you didn't hear from the horse's mouth, so let's the absolute told you. And we out. Peace. <laughs>